welcome back to Beyond the Mountains of Madness. So that a little quiet like I do. Yeah. <laughs> welcome back to Beyond the Mountains of Madness. Welcome! Yeah, yeah. Well, we're yeah, where we left four. it last time. Um, I don't know, he keeps changing the numbering system. <laughs> it's number four. Episode 17B. <laughs> it's episode four. Yeah, we're on the fourth session. Sure. So this is clearly where it's meant to get good. Um, where we left it last time, Dr. Barnard is currently in uh, Central Library in downtown New York, where he received a peculiar note. Am I? Yes, yes you are. What date? Oh yeah, you got the crazy cultist note. The cultist was like, was it? Man of Science! Isn't that <laughs> the second of them Man as well? Man of Science! Yep, he received a second. Is it Wednesday? Note. What's the date? Yes, it's Wednesday. The yes. sixth of Sit down, <laughs> Grandpa. Yes, it's September the 6th. Yes, September the 6th. Jesus Christ! Mr. Tennant Wright is currently sat on the roof of the Amherst Hotel painting the New York skyline. It's a beautiful watercolour. Mr. Mansley has just left him. Um, after serving him a delicious lunch. <laughs> no, I was about to do that, actually. Oh, you are about um, to serve him a delicious lunch. I, I'd arranged with the... Um, uh, the oh, yes, Mansley had sent... Um, Tenant Wright had sent you away to cook it personally, yeah. and you're just lurking inside the stairwell waiting for someone to bring it you. Yeah, and so uh, that I can then go through the door and give it to him. Because we're in a hotel. Um, That's not what you're paid to do. Yeah, but you're not smart enough to work this out. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Larson and Mr. McCready are currently on board the Gabrielle. Mr. McCready's plane oh, has finally yeah. been loaded onto the boat. Yeah. No, it's taken him two weeks. And uh, Mr. Larson, I'm not entirely sure what Mr. Larson was doing there. I've forgotten, but you went along for some reason. I, w- I think I went to like recheck everything after oh, yeah, what happened. Was, so he was, was being ultra paranoid. Yeah. Why are you pretending like you have a heart? Just gotta get the old ticket going again. Okay, I shall start with Mr. Mandley. <laughs> or Mr. McQueen's <laughs> sudden brutal death. Oh, I'll be good. By a New York hooker. <laughs> you know that the, the hooker isn't the name for the hooker Steve Dor carries? No, I wasn't talking about that. <laughs> I was talking about a hooker, you know. A lady of negotiable <laughs> affections. <laughs> would she kill him? A lady? Uh, you know, use your hands or weapon, or would it be just a long, slow eventuality of the SCDs? <laughs> have, have you ever have you ever read American Gods? No. Um, a razor blade inside the uh, cloaca. <laughs> anyway, Mister Mandalay, uh, one of the hotel staff is coming up the stairs carrying mm-hmm. a tray, and as he's handing it over to you, he informs you that there's a telegram there addressed to you. It was at the front desk as he was passing, and they sent it up. Well, thank it's you. Actually for the I tip him, and then he opens the door for you. Which door? Sorry. He was going to open the door for the roof for you. Oh no, I'll do that. You're carrying the tray. That's okay. Oh. I can open the door and carry a tray. Okay. He was just trying <laughs> to be helpful, but can I? <laughs> he won't be helpful. No. You've got to, you've got no, to roll, you've got to roll your button, no, Manti, no, no, no. to open a door. No, I was instructed to bring this. Never say I don't do anything for you. Yeah, he won't open the door for you. Yeah, make him roll. <laughs> no, I'm not going to make him roll, but Manti to carry a tray. No, to carry a tray and open a door—that's hard to do. If necessary, if it seems like it's going to be a problem, I'll put the tray down, <laughs> open the door, keep it open with my foot. 
pick up the tray and walk through. Can we roll your intelligence to see if you know? You are now in the room. Can we assume that I can get through this door with this tray? Unaided and without spilling sandwiches. No, you fall at the over top and lose six <laughs> of the stairs. Well, well, I think the ninjas might cause you a problem as they jump off the rafters. I just want him to roll. <laughs> you are on the roof with Mr. Tennant, right? He is still yes. sat there in front of his easel, painting what is actually a very nice picture of the New York skyline. Is he a good artist? He's an amazing <laughs> artist. <laughs> I, I spent my skill points wisely. He's Wait a minute. <laughs> Do people tell him he's a good artist because he has money? And that's the definition of a good artist. Oh, yes, right. Damien Hurst, for instance. Okay, you approach Mr. Tenenright carrying your. Ah, Mandalay. Perfect timing. Sandwiches. Excellent. Please tell me what you think. Why, sir, I had not even noticed that there was a painting there. I thought I was just glancing straight at the New York skyline. <laughs> Mandalay, no need for your sake comebacks. Seriously, please. Come on, there is literally no way you would realise that was sake. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has to roll for that if he wants Even to. Even Tenorite can work out. <laughs> no, it's no, a watercolour. No, it's a watercolour. You can't. You, you are... You are three or four millimetres above amoeba in terms of... <laughs> Intellectual that one was a little bit obvious. I'm going to agree with Chow this time. Well, somebody roll something. Yes. D8. There you go. Five. Fine. I will roll a D10 secretly behind my screen. Oh no! Don't do that. <laughs> Too late. Yogsoth appears. So I merely meant to imply that the painting were, is an excellent representation of the New York skyline. Thank you, Mandalay. Uh, do you have any plans this afternoon? Uh, I didn't have any particular plans. I, I don't think I've got any particular plans. It's been a while. I do have a uh, couple of matters that I might possibly need to attend to. I've uh, just had some telegram arrive. I assume it's probably uh, something about the expedition. Uh, that's that fine. I, I don't think there's of. much to happen today. I take the afternoon off. Oh, thank you. Matters. Thank you, sir. Though, uh, beforehand, uh, another gin and tonic, please. Very well, sir. I leave the roof and go to sort out that. I've been, I've got this already, right? Yeah, it was on the tray. Um, you can read it out loud for the recording. Uh, I read this on my way back. I'm not reading this to you. Um, I'm just reading this to myself. Um, All players, copy your ears. Um, already read it. But it says, uh, Mandalay, that's spelled wrong. Poor show. Um, uh, meeting 6pm Plaza Hotel. We'll have dinner. Stop. Require update. Bring the twit. Do not tell him why or that I called him the twit. We'll see you first. Stop. Uh... <laughs> Leave him at the bar. Ah. I guess it'll be printed out at some point. It's the president of the Explorers Society. Oh, I know what's going on. Mm. Because you told me. Yeah. Yes, I I know what's going on as well. Do you know what's going on? Mm. I know who the president is from our other game. And obviously because of family history being my father and all. But I don't know why... He's speaking friendly. Because 
Mandalay? Yeah, would you speak to you? Bring the twit. Oh. <laughs> I feel bad. Mother, why? I feel bad now. There you go. So, do you feel better? No. Because you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to arrange this. What time is it now? It is about 11am. <clears throat> it's the day after Cap- Commander Douglas's uh, murder. And Starkweather and Morph have essentially shut the the exposition down until matters are dealt with. We're going to poke around in Captain Douglas's stuff. We're going to go take care of that. Yeah. Yeah. Find the tuxedos. Yeah. Concoct some reason to get Mr. Tennant right over there. I'll just tell him that. Um, You've arranged dinner at the fanciest restaurant in New York. Yeah, I'll tell him that I've arranged a fancy dinner. I'll give him a time that's slightly later than six, which is the time on here. And that'll save having to leave him at the bar and everything. I'll tell him that I... Um, You're going ahead to make sure they have everything perfect. I'm going, I, I would drive him, but I'm going ahead uh, to uh, deal with a small business matter concerning Mandalay's. Um, and, um, so I'll get someone from the hotel to drive him instead. Do you send this message up when, or do you tell him this when you deliver the gin and tonic? Uh, yeah, I tell him this when I come back up with the gin and tonic. Ah, splendid yeah. idea, Mandalay. Yeah. Yes. I think it would be a good idea. <coughs> oh, which restaurant was it? The, what did we say? Uh, it's uh, Plaza, Hotel. Plaza Hotel. Don't think I know of that one. Even more your knowledge. You may know of this one. I may know. What? My cat's no things? No. Uh, 11. Yes, apparently Whoa. he does. It's the swankiest hotel in New York. Oh, you never know of 85. How's that possible? Yeah, but it's all useless shit. Yeah. Like, the swankiest hotel in New York is the Plaza. He knows shit, he just doesn't. No useful stuff. He knows how to create the subtle interplay of light on a canvas, (laughs) but not say how to cross a road (laughs) or put on his own trousers. It's easier when someone else does it. Or what a canvas really is when you think about it. Sort of moose. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, at the docks, Mr. McCready, the stabilizers helping you uh, have pretty much nearly finished loading. You got here quite early after all, and it's now about 11 o'clock. Everything has been lashed down, double-checked, and is in the right hold on board the Gabrielle. Just a few small boxes of ancillary um, electronics to be packed away. I watch carefully to make sure the small boxes of ancillary electronics are safely packed away. <laughs> I've been standing here watching this whole procedure like a fucking hawk. Everything nothing, is nothing is not on this boat. Everything is now on this boat and where it's meant to be. The engines, they're not in crates. They're just detached from the planes and they've been strapped down into large custom-made holders. Ooh. Classy. Which are going over the side at the first storm. Yeah, the second. (laughs) Inside the hole. The slightest wave and they'll fly away. These things have not only just been strapped down, you've then had them go a little bit crazy (laughs) with the strapping. These things cannot move (laughs) because you're that paranoid. About anything going wrong. So the ship will well, break I mean, into it then. I'm, it's it's fairly reasonable for me to be paranoid about this because the last expedition I went on, which was supposed to be the one where they flew planes in the Antarctic first time, couldn't fly because they forgot to bring some spare parts for the plane. You have all the spare. So parts. I've 
And one of the engines looks brand new and beautiful and has never been used beyond testing it to check it works. I like the fact you made sure to add, has been tested, does work. <laughs> Lawrence is not this fool. He bought a new engine after Mr. McQueenie broke one. I don't remember breaking an no, engine. That was the whole bit where you were unscrewing it and you rolled like a hundred and it just went... Actually, he's got a point. I remember that. It's in the recording. <laughs> <laughs> You can't deny it happening. <coughs> uh, stenographer, can you roll that back? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you two doing now that this is all s- done? The uh... Oh, M&M. <laughs> 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 oh, that was beautiful. Um, yep, yeah, your planes are now on the boat and safe. So, why do you think someone killed the captain? Commander, whatever. Oh. Am I there? I'm not there. Is it? No. It's not not gonna be us, is it? I mean, why would you kill the captain of an Arctic boat? To stop the expedition! (laughs) What what sort of boat is it? Large ice-breaking cargo ship. Large ice-breaking cargo (laughs) ship. I mean... he must have had Olympic, for sure. I don't know. I've I've known a few seedy captains in my time, but I mean, it just seems all a bit too coincidental. Yeah, it? yeah. I don't. I, I hardly think. Um, this can't be the woman, can it? What, what, what's, what, are the, what are the names of the people who are running the expedition? I hardly think Stark, <laughs> Stark, Weather and Moore would have hired. Um, well, that sort of captain. I mean, well, no, I don't think more would have. Yeah, well, <laughs> good point. Well made. They don't know about the second telegram, do they? No, we've only just received that. And it's not a telegram. It's it a it wouldn't letter. be what's her face. The woman. What? C- Cornelius. <laughs> Farthington. <laughs> Cornelius. Farthingsworth. <laughs> Lexington. No, it's not. See, I'm Amelia. not very good at this if I don't listen to it shortly beforehand. Amelia Lexington. Uh, Gerald. She's like Geraldine. a tree. Acacia. 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 Lexington, Acacia yeah. Lexington. No, um. <laughs> that person. She... No, no. Starkweather is just panicking unduly. I mean, okay, so she might be trying to steal his thunder, but she's not going to have the captain bumped off. It's not like we don't have number twos and threes to replace these. In reasonably short notice. Yeah. You well, I mean, <laughs> we hope. I'm assuming we do. I mean, M- Moore is usually on the ball with that sort of thing. Does seem rather odd. He, they, ca- they did say they had someone um, who could replace uh, Commander Douglas. Mm. We do we know? Maybe it was him. Douglas wanted to get the game. Douglas was the captain of the previous. Mm-hmm. You do know that Douglas was the captain of the Miskatonic Universities, one of the Miskatonic University ships. <laughs> Why? This is a terrible <laughs> placement. <laughs> <laughs> now the victory is ruined by eat it. Yes. I insist. <laughs> anyway, as you two are discussing this <laughs> and throwing M and M's at Richard for some reason. No, no, Which Jonathan is then eating? He just wants some M and M. That has been affected by his face. 
Um, I'm gonna put these away. One too of dangerous. the ship's officers walks <laughs> up towards you both. Um, Mr. McQueedy. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Turlow, first officer. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. And Mr. Larson, I believe. Sorry, I haven't had the time to say hello beforehand. It's been a little bit manic. I've not had a ship loading go quite this sporadically and strangely in a long while. I'm going to have to have a word with the warehouse director because, you know, this was a really weird load up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we... we we've had a few problems ourselves. Yeah, hopefully it should all be solved now, though. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, I'm very sorry to hear about Captain Commander Douglas. He was a good man. Oh, yeah. Um, I hadn't sailed with him before, but I know his reputation. Um, Captain Redenberg is a good man, though. He'll look after us. Anyway, do you know anything about the commander? Did he have vices no. or anything? Not really. Well, he liked to drink a bit. But no, who doesn't? Everyone, everyone likes a bit of a drink. I don't know. I can't think of anyone. Wants. I mean, I've got three men missing. You do? Yeah. Didn't turn up this morning when we did muster. Um, oh. They were all hired by the cap commander. So, um, uh, I have do, you mind, do you mind if we take their names? Just for, well, float it fast, start, uh, start with them more. Yeah, that would be useful. I haven't gotten around to telling him. I've been, well, organising <coughs> your planes all morning. How are they, anyway? They are absolutely magnificent. I am so looking forward to getting them in the air at the other end of the trip. I say, um, I must say thanks. Your um, once um, we actually got them here, they, I think they've got tied down in record time. Well, well I was expecting you last night, so everything was ready, <laughs> and then of course you didn't turn up until <coughs> golden to three a.m. Oh, blame the police for that. Terrible news. Anyway, um, yeah, he gives you a list of the sailors' names, the three who have disappeared. They oh, disappeared before, or this first time? They, they just didn't turn up to muster this morning. I mean, the crew is essentially on leave until we sail. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, oh, um, the dock worker asked me to hand you this, Mr. McQueedy. It, a telegram came in for you about 20 minutes ago. It's, it's blank. <laughs> Other side. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say? Anyway, um, I'll leave you gentlemen to get on. And if you need anything, just come shout for me. I'll be in my office. Yes, thank, thank you for your help. The telegram says, uh, Mr. McCready, request a meeting at Russian Tea Rooms, 150 West 57th Street. Ring Mr. Larson, stop. Urgent that we speak regarding Professor Dyer, stop. Nicholas Rorich. Roy? Roy? Who's Rorich. Professor Dyer? Rorich. You can roll your knowledge. And you can both roll your knowledge. I, I, oh, you know this. Yes. I, I hand this to you. Um, I, well, hand, thank you. <laughs> I hand this to you. Um, I didn't read it out loud. <laughs> um, right. Professor Dyer. Um, I, I know who he is, apparently. He invented planes. Uh, he is a... That's the right one. He is one of the He's professors who is in charge of the previous expedition. Right. He's the one who flew out to Lakes Camp after the disaster. And oh collected the bodies. William Dyer. Da buried the bodies. Buried Impossible the bodies. to find. And flew over the mountains with Danforth and back again. Oh, yes. yes and yes, yes, he's disappeared. Oh, and you, with your knowledge, well, you know that Nicholas <coughs> Broek is a very famous painter. He's like, you know... Yeah. Why would a painter be contacting... Oh. He's like... A painter? Really I've never famous. even heard of him. Broek's a painter. Um, my father's got a few Dyer well. wrote the manuscript that was mm -hmm. The Mountains of Madness. 
yeah. and Rorich is mentioned. But do I know this in character? No one's seen. No one's seen that. the manuscript that is the manuscript. <laughs> Wait, no, no one, no one's seen the manuscript that's that is the horror story that this is all based on. Because <laughs> yeah. we probably wouldn't be going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what, mate? This sounds like a really bad idea. Is Rorich a real person? Yeah, or a... yeah, he was a real person, real painter. Um, he was, I think, he was yeah. actually one of H.P. Lovecraft's friends. Yeah. Lovecraft takes a lot of influence from like, things that happen. And he liked mentioning his friends. Was yeah. he a cat? Was he a colossal racist? No. Yes. Probably. Yes, Probably, yeah. Everyone was. Dude, we all are. Tennessee. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. yeah. In <laughs> the 1920s. All right, well, let's move on. <laughs> let's try and keep the rest Unpleasant. Of the <laughs> let's, it's not the 1920s anymore. What's a mismum? <laughs> anyway. It's sort of like a minute microcosm. What are you two doing? Um, What's the time now, then? It's about 11 o'clock. About 11 o'clock. Um, well, should we make our way over there? Or? Well, he doesn't say what time. Thinking, or maybe we, yeah, maybe. Well, there is a. Do you think it's worth meeting a painter? A, I well, suppose Professor, any. Professor Dyer was hasn't been seen in ages. Sorry. Do we um, do we have anything urgent to do? I mean, I've loaded my planes. I think that was my. Everything's yeah, on the our, plane. It's, our defining goals here, I think, are done. Pretty much the only thing that needs to be done is there's a load of stuff still in the warehouse that needs to be put on the plane on the boat. Fuel and oil and um, <coughs> foodstuffs. Um, right. Roger's got delivered, but that's not going to happen today. Okay. Because they've essentially shut everything down because of the commander's no. death. Yeah. So, um, essentially. Well, how I, about we go back to the hotel and tell uh, more, more yeah. especially about uh, the three not turning up? I look at the. Um, I, I closely scrutinise the telegram on it. Do you think you can get a vodka at the Russian tea rooms? <laughs> I'm sure as I'll hope so, the way this day is going. Yeah, I think we should go. In prohibition. Yeah. I'm wondering I'm wondering if tea rooms is a euphemism. When was prohibition? 1933 in November. This comes up every week. <laughs> <laughs> this game is Three remarkably weeks ago, the last time. This game this game is really helping my knowledge of when stuff happened in American history. Oh, yeah, you two are that going to boardwalk empire about the extent of my knowledge. To the hotel then. Yeah. Yeah, you get in the cab and head back to the hotel. Uh, meanwhile, Doctor Barnard, what are you doing? Um, I didn't find anything in the library that was. You did find those papers, I yeah, gave you. Yeah, yeah, but, but aside from them, that's all you found. Death announcement. Okay. And then you um, got delivered the creepy note. Well, I think we should look into Commander Douglas. So, do I know where he was staying? Um, you do know he was staying at. Let me go back a little. A couple of pages. My emergency Twitter notes. He was staying at the. Like <laughs> the stupid. The Westbury Hotel. Westbury. We're staying at the. Amherst. Amherst. Okay. Um. I'll head to the Westbury then. Oh. You head over to the Westbury. As you arrive, you see there is a police car parked out front. There is a policeman standing by the door. It's a very dilapidated tenement, narrow sort of building. Okay. Is the policeman stopping people from going in? 
He does stop and ask you how he can help. Uh, Think fast, Bob. <laughs> um, I'm looking for a room um, at the hotel. I'm afraid the hotel is not currently taking any new uh, residents. There has been an incident with one of the guests last night. I'm sure you've seen the papers about uh, <coughs> the murder at the docks. We are currently investigating the hotel. I suggest you try another one. Um, at this moment, a figure steps out of the hotel. He's wearing a long trench coat and a hat. And he does indeed. Gives you, he's about to just walk past and he stops and looks at you and goes, You're Barnard, right? I'm afraid you have me at a disadvantage. Detective Hansen. Homicide. You're with Starkweather and more, right? Yes. What are you doing here? Um. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, copper. <laughs> to be honest, um, <clears throat> I, I, I'm tripping on mescaline. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I, honest, I ate I some mushrooms. I found in the shower. To be honest, I, I, I came to see if I could find anything about the death of Commander Douglas. Well, this is a police matter and we're currently investigating. As enheartening as it is to see your concern for your dearly departed comrade, I must have you ask you to leave this in the police's capable hands. We already uh, have a lead of a sus- suspect. Really? And that's all I will say at this moment in time. Um, Bribe him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Jessica to get her to find out. I... Uh, okay, I, I mean, I may have something that mm, will be of interest to you, actually. Um, <laughs> you open your wallet. <laughs> I'll show him, I'll show him the, um, the telegram we got, and I'll tell him about the other creepy one. That, you know, I'll basically say that we have been being threatened, and I, I think that <coughs> Commander Douglas was killed because someone doesn't want the expedition to get ahead. I see. Well, thank you for bringing this to my attention. We already have one uh, suspect, a gentleman who is staying in the room next door to the captain, Softcott. He matches the description of the gentleman, uh, Mr. Hal Perry, who was running away on the docks. Douglas Hal Perry is the other pilot on the expedition. Who was, with, who was with me on the boat. He saw the guy running away after the captain. It doesn't tell him and make him innocent. <laughs> Well, thank um, you for bringing this to my attention, Dr. Barnard. Uh, of course, yeah, if there's anything else I can do to, to help. Um, I will let you know if we learn anything else, but hmm, I wish you people would tell us when you received threats like this. They might well, seem like... You're the first person I, I came... You know, I just received it, so... Fair enough, I'll let you um, off. You said you received another one the other day? Starkweather, Starkweather <laughs> and more didn't think it was... You know, they, they say they receive these things all the time, and they don't think they're normally harmless but I thought in light of Commander Douglas maybe fair enough well thank you for bringing this to my attention I suggest you return to your hotel and I'll let you know if we learn anything else thank you okay <coughs> oh um by the way no get a gun. you may know this do you know why Captain Douglas is coming here to New York yes 
would you like to care to tell me what you think he was coming here for? He was. <laughs> he was our boat pilot. Captain, captain of the expedition. He was to be captain of the. Uh, Whatever it's called. What is the ship called? The, the SS Gabriel. Gabriel. Um, so, I mean, I. Starkweather was Starkweather was keeping it secret because don't, don't answer him. This is like some sort of weird Columbo trick question. Mm, no, no, no <laughs> because, just one more question. Because Douglas, <laughs> Douglas didn't want publicity, so that's why we're staying at this shithole of a hotel. Where was his notebook? Um, fold a piece of paper and look at it. Well, that that's everything I needed to know, uh, Doctor Barnard. Thank you very much. You've been most illuminating a piece of paper away. Hmm. It looks like a scrap of notepaper with someone's handwriting on it. He's going to walk off and it's a funny thing, because it's like my wife actually um, <laughs> <laughs> was going to be a captain. You've, you've piqued my curiosity, Detective. Uh, I'm sure I have, Dr. Barnard, but I cannot discuss <laughs> this case as it is. Drug him with morphine process. and read it. Have yeah, come on, come on, stick a needle in him. Isn't that what you usually do? <laughs> he gets back in. I'm, I'm a professor of geology. They hit him it. with a rock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hit him with my rock hammer. <laughs> he gets back into his car and bids you a good day. Just a hammer Please. made of stone. Smack. The police officer still stands. Um, no, the police officer has gone with him. Another one follows the detective out of the hotel. They all get in the car and they all leave together. So he could go into the hotel now. He could go into the hotel now. Hint. Oh, apparently, <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently, prohibition was repealed um, 70, 79 years ago to the day today, it, just by coincidence. To booze. <laughs> to booze. Cheers. And Chow sat there drinking water. Be gone. Songs have to maintain the, the Puritan lifestyle that uh, they abandoned. Like oh yeah, because you're really one for that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're one. Why, why are you drinking water? Too much drugs? or? Uh... <laughs> it, it's a calm down. It, it doesn't mix well with alcohol. Let's not record Chow's drug habits on... <laughs> <laughs> on the thing that six people listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Of which I think four are me. <laughs> yeah, because certainly not me. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't been sent the links yet. I'll do it this evening. <laughs> Someone remind me who's actually staying. Just listen to this and anyway, you'll be reminded constantly. He won't, he won't remind yes. me. There is a clerk behind the desk who gives you a glance. Um, yeah. Clock. What? Hi. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um. <laughs> well, fuck you too. I'd like a room. No, um... Pull me in my tentacle. I'm going to say I'm from the Starkweather Moor expedition. Why did you do that? Hotel's closed, sir. Please leave. I can make it worth your while. I am a policeman. Yes, yes, we can make it worth your while, says a female voice from behind you. Run. The reporter. It's Miss Lowe. Stab her. Stab her with your rock knife. (laughs) Jump backwards suddenly. (laughs) Yeah. Jump a smoke bomb. Hello. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dr. Barnard. Hello. Lovely to see you. She places a couple of bills on the desk. And the clerk gives you a look and goes, what do I know? Says it to both of you. And the reporter. I can tell you what I told the police. There's nothing interesting, really. Well, except the guy who checked in next door, the commander. Softcock? Yes. German Soft-cock. chap. A bit strange. 
insisted on having the room next door to the commander. Germany. It's a fucking Nazi. They're everywhere. Um. Who's this woman next to me? This is this is Miss Lowe. The reporter. She's a reporter from the Times. <coughs> She's evil. She's the one that um, Starkweather gets her rolled up about. Well, one of several people. Well, I'm gonna if I okay, I'll turn to Miss Lowe and say, look, I can be of help. Dr. Yeah, no, 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 I just I. I want to find out what's going on here, and I'm sure you want to find out what's happened to Florian Douglas. But can we come to some kind of arrangement that my name's not going to be in the paper if if we help each other in this? I'll tell you what I know. Fair enough. I won't mention any names. I mean, I will just mention the Stark Weather Moor expedition. The dashing geologist. In <laughs> general, but I'll keep your name out of things. Besides, you're um, not quite front page name, Dr. Barnard. Thank you. <laughs> Relieved. Okay then. Uh, the clerk shrugs. If you've finished, what do you want to know? I do have a hotel to try and reopen. You said you were closed. The police have searched. The police have been in Commander Douglas's room. I don't know what they found. They've been through Softcott's room, taken everything with him. They didn't tell you anything. They didn't tell me anything. They just told me I can reopen, have the room cleaned. Can we have a look at the room? Go ahead. There's nothing in there that I think you're going to like. But go ahead. Okay. Room number 20 gives you a key. To both rooms? Yeah. Okay. It's seven. That's my room. We'll go up then. Yeah, you go upstairs. Uh, room 21 is Softcott's room. Um, it literally doesn't even look like it's been slept in. Everything okay. is generally clean and tidy, but otherwise unused. Jessica puts her glasses on and has a look. I'll do the same. Yep, there's nothing interesting in here she finds. Okay. You don't find anything else either. Um, then she heads over to the captain's room. Uh, the room looks like a bit of a disaster zone. Everything has been turned out. Cupboards, the bin, drawers on the desk. It's clearly been ransacked. Roll me your spot. Yes. <coughs> there are two framed photographs that have been knocked over and broken and pulled out. Like the pictures have been pulled out of the frames. Um, they show ships Arkham and Miskatonic, and they're dated 1930. Okay. Um, yeah, we're gone. Oh, are we? We're close to Kaven. You do find some scraps of paper left over from the uh, in the waste <coughs> paper basket. There's like telegram receipts. Okay. Just mentioning people he sent telegrams to. One of them is to Starkweather, which was yesterday at 10 a.m. The other one is to Acacia Lexington. There is one to someone called Philip. Were these both yesterday? Stop with yeah, it. Yeah, all yesterday. Uh, so one to someone called Philip. Just Philip. Yeah. 
one to someone called Gerald Brackman. Uh, Jessica makes a comment at that one and says he's a lawyer. lawyer. And there are three names White, Grimes, and Brewer. Brewer, and there's something about the Purple Cup. It was sent to a place called the Purple Cup. The others were either sent to the solicitor's office, the Amherst, the Casey Lexington House. Where was the Philip one sent to? Philip one was sent to an address up in Jersey, New Jersey. Does, does it have the address? So I can no, it's just a New Jersey post office. No. No surname. No surname. Hmm. Jessica. I'll ask her what she thinks of this. Well, um, Philip, I'm going to assume, is uh, Philip Douglas, Melinda's brother. Hmm. Acacia Lexington is obvious. Captain Starkweather is also obvious. White, Grimes and Brewer are crewmen from the Arkham, his ship from the 1930s. He had hired them on to serve on the Gabriel. When they were from the original expedition. Yeah. And the Purple Cup is a sailor's speakeasy down on the docks. Not that I know anything about speakeasies, of course. (laughs) Um, And Gerald Brackman, I assume, is the guy's lawyer. He was about to go to the Antarctic. Are we still recording, honey? Is it working? Uh, Yeah. Any any mistakes like last time? Nothing else. Nope, that's all you find. Fuck up again. (laughs) Bit sinister, wasn't it? Don't want any mistakes like last time. (coughs) Once is okay. Twice is okay. I've got some investigative journalism to do. Pretty. Elderly men to go and I smile at. With. As you're being helpful, Dr. Barnard, I'll send you a little summary of anything interesting I find. Thank you. Um, I mean, just so that we're sure my name stays out of the paper. Your name will stay out of the papers. I'll. I follow you. I'll do likewise. Ooh. Excellent. Yes, don't make me a Captain Starkweather. He's a bit of a brute, really. I. Wouldn't dream of it. Starkweather would kill me. Would he now? Oh, it's a shame I've agreed not to mention your name. Sure you know that already, Miss Lowe. <coughs> anyway, um. I will bid you good day. And she takes off. This is a place you've far too much competency <laughs> on I feel like I've made a critical error here. Okay. Uh, I will... Your first mistake was when you trusted the reporter. <laughs> yeah. The second mistake was to keep talking. <laughs> I figured, mm. I, you know, I was already Someone screwed. If, I, if I had it. just left, then at least this way, yeah. with She's the promise of, of information in the future. Okay. She's like a genie. You have to state your wish in very precise terms. <laughs> my, my wisdom Otherwise. is too low, unfortunately. Peter is very skilled with dealing with Jessica Lowe. <laughs> she a recurring cat? Oh, shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> She's my favourite NPC reporter. Is Hanson a recurring cat? Yeah. Uh, no, they're a. Uh... <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave and gonna try and <laughs> might be deserved for that one. Sneak off back to the hotel and. Okay, I should come back to you in a minute. Get uh, Mandalay, what Hello. are you doing? Anything before this evening? Uh, just getting the clothes ready and stuff. Fair enough. 
Nothing else, really. Kevin Wright, are you doing anything else beyond painting on the roof? Uh, yes, uh, about one, two o'clock, I'm going to go find Starkweather. You go and try and find Starkweather. He is in his suite with Professor Moore. The reporters have finally left, and so have the police. Ah, Starkweather, how's it going? Long day? Badly. We're all over the press with the commander's death. Jessica Lowe is sniffing around like a bloodhound, digging up things left, right and centre. Vile woman. She's a pain. Um, Detective Hansen <laughs> has apparently found some letter that the commander was writing, which seems to suggest that he wasn't working for us at all, which is complete balderdash. Fair enough, he hadn't signed the contract yet, but he was coming here today to sign everything off. <clears throat> Terrible. Do you have a busy evening then, or is it just waiting around now? I've got to stay here, trying to make sure that we can still leave on Friday. Very well. Good luck. It's looking a bit risky. We'll make it in time. Not letting Lexington leave before us. I wouldn't have put it past her if we arranged it somehow. Ah, very well. I was going to invite you to dinner. Monday's uh, gone, but uh, very swish uh, restaurant butter. Not tonight. Not tonight. I just can't risk leaving the hotel right now. Very well. Good luck then, I guess. Well, have a good evening, Kevin. Do. Whatever you do, don't talk to any reporters. Remember, we had the talk. We yes. don't talk to reporters. Yeah, the problem with that one, she just appears from because nowhere. She's a witch. Three <laughs> 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 laws against her, I say. Right. Scrap First Amendment. <laughs> uh, head off down to the bar and get myself another gin tonic. It's it's prohibition, you can't get a gin and tonic. Another um, virgin bar. gin and tonic. Yeah. Yeah. Get a Just a glass of tonic. <laughs> <laughs> and where's Mandalay? He knew how to get hold of them. Mandalay probably has a little hip flask full of yeah. gin. And he orders you a tonic water and ice, and then he's just like, shush. <laughs> I go try and find Mandalay. Mandalay, where are you currently? <laughs> Hiding from him. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping on I'm, his flask. I'm trying to ferment a barrel of uh, <laughs> potatoes or something. <laughs> You have the still set up in your bedroom. No, he actually has like a still on like a garter belt that goes around his leg. That's what that bubbling noise is. Well, you said you were sorting um, out clothing, so yeah. he's probably in Kevin Wright's rooms um, doing butler things. I call it yeah. victory lager. He's sitting in a linen closet reading a book. I am buttling around. You find Mandalay buttling around in your bedroom. Ah, Mandalay. He gets messy. He's folding your smalls. Do you know where smalls. to uh, get a gin, uh, gin and tonic around here these days? Well, I uh, was considering it myself, you know, since it is my afternoon off, I say, (laughs) (laughs) preparing clothes. Um, Pitch um, posh is a quick drink. um, But uh, might be a little bit of a tall order. I tell you who you might be able to ask about that sort of thing. I pass my butler, Mancy. Um, I give him the name of someone that, reliable that I know in the city who might be able to point in, him in the direction of where to get a new drink and who is nearby uh, or in in the hotel or I, I tell him who to talk to to oh, sounds like too much effort to set him right oh, oh, my, thank you anyway Mandalay are you sure I could call ahead I'm sure I could arrange for him to meet you no no I was hoping to Stay here, if possible. I'll find time to stay myself for a bit. Perhaps. See you at dinner, I guess. Prostitutes aren't illegal. 
<laughs> well, you can always just wait for the prohibition to end, which I believe is in um, uh, twenty-five minus seventy-nine years. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, part last, Carl, um, RJ, you arrived back at the hotel. There's no trouble at all. Uh, well, that was a relatively uneventful cab ride across New York. I know my paranoia is ramping up. <laughs> sure. Uh, Sorry. Well. Uh, I'll go tell more about these uh, missing crew members. Um, then do you want to head off to the emergency room? Or? Sure, sure. He didn't give us a time, so maybe we'll just head out, see if they've got anything. You know, just some tea we could drink. I did a finger quote. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. No. So you're going to arrange a taxi to take you to the Russian tea house? Um, no, I'm going to make the concierge arrange a taxi to yeah. take us to the Russian tea house. <laughs> That's what the concierge is for. Exactly. Tim is happy to arrange for a cab for you. Um, I, I'm. What What are the laws in New York around this time about carrying pistols around? Um, it's America. As long as it's, <laughs> it's, it's compulsory. You must <laughs> carry pistols as around. As long as it's concealed and. Wait. Know, not quite the Wild West, but you can get away with it as long as it's concealed and you don't actually, you know, murder anyone. Herding taxis sounds. You can carry we weapons as long as they're secret weapons that you can surprise people with. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will be wearing my pistol because uh -huh. I'm kind of. Um, Tim recommends you order the Japanese oolong tea. Wink, wink, no. <laughs> 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 I look, I look at him in bafflement for a second and then realisation <laughs> dawns. I'm like, oh, oh, it's good tea, is it? Oh, <laughs> the I, best I, tea. I, I like tea. I like tea, I say too loudly, but fortunately there's no one else around. <laughs> Big echoey. <laughs> I, love, I like tea. I move swiftly away from the counter before I further embarrass myself. <laughs> I go find more. More Can, is in Star Wars chambers. That looks interesting. Oh, you were going to say something else? Uh, I, I was going to interject a, uh, a random story about... Um, concierges and hiring taxis this happened to me in Chicago like two weeks ago um, mm. we asked the concierge to get us a taxi he went out into the um, into the street hailed one it was immediately hit by another car <laughs> <laughs> and we, we looked at him and we're like another cab <laughs> oh my um, you find more in Stark River's suite he's going over various paperwork um, it's more just I was down at the docks with um, RJ and apparently three of the dock workers didn't turn up. Uh, the names are... White, Grimes and Brewer. Yeah. Oh. The, the three that are in another plot hook that some other characters got their hands into. Um, yes, yes. Um, I've just had Detective Hanson on the phone. Mm, they apparently met Commander Douglas for a drink last night. They all say, and the bar, well, the staff at the Purple Cup Tea Room, oh, yes. all say the commander left on his own about 20 minutes before uh, Mr. Halperin and RJ saw him. Then where him. are they today, then? They've quit. Something about their commander being murdered and them not wanting to sail on a ship without him. Pussy. It's probably ghost. I'm not here. So, um, thanks well. for telling me anyway, Carl. How are the planes? Please tell me they're on the boat. Uh, everything is as secure and everything is where it should be. Uh, and if it's not, then quite frankly, I don't know how to deal with it. Good. But me and RJ have been over it with a fine tooth comb. Uh, we've got fuel and a few other things still in the warehouse. 
Uh, which they'll move as soon as this place opens up again tomorrow, I think. Okay, well, we're planning to move onto the ship tomorrow morning. Right. So get all your stuff packed in your rooms. We're moving out the hotel and onto the ship. It's the next step towards leaving. I figure it's probably a good idea to get things moving by being proactive. Yes, not a bad idea. Also, it might give Stark further some direction. is sat right there. <laughs> um, you didn't say he was. He, you're in his he did, you're in, you went into Starkweather and right, Moore's Then I wouldn't have said that. My Charmbra. <laughs> Starkweather's sweep was just his favourite prostitute. <laughs> no, I thought as in he wasn't there, but no, no, he's, there. Okay, he's no. doing something else on the phone. So I <laughs> It'll give that wanker something to no, do, no. eh? They have like a big private lounge and they have bedrooms. They have a proper suite. Yeah, they, they, they don't <laughs> There's nothing inappropriate about this. Okay. <laughs> what does that look it's, mean? It's just a big dungeon, a couple of bottles of oil. They show the cabin on the ship. <laughs> Why is everything in here so greasy? <laughs> <laughs> it's not illegal. It is. <laughs> not in international waters. <laughs> anyway, what are these? They're not. They're not know. going to the Antarctic to bang. <laughs> Why are we going there? <laughs> Charles always bounced oh. Stark weather at least once. Good point, Arizona. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, you finish with Professor Moore and head back downstairs? Finish Professor Moore and head back downstairs. <laughs> you having problems with that one, buddy? <laughs> Carl? Um, I'll head back down to uh, Audrey. Okay. Shall we? He's dropped a cheese ball. You'll get mashed into stuff. At oh, and I've dropped a cheese ball, I know. <laughs> So iron. Um, um, okay, you two get in your taxi and head off towards the Russian Tea Rooms. Um, Dr. Barnard, you arrive shortly later, and as you enter... Tim, I haven't been invited to any fancy parties. They left before you got back. Bastards. But as you... Well, you stopped at the hotel and missed them. Um, as you enter, Tim goes, Ah, Dr. Barnard. Him? Tim. That's your punishment. Oh, okay. Um, telegram for you, sir. Oh, fantastic. Pass <laughs> it to him. Oh, you might have... You may want to read it out loud for the recording. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> Dr. Barnard, please report to the library by 7pm. Stop. Train ticket to Arkham included. Do not be late, Dr. Henry Armitage. Like, what's the time? It's about 2pm. Oh, you could just about get there. It's about what? You could just about make the 2.35 train from Grand Central Station. This is Dr. Armitage. You do not disappoint Dr. Armitage. Wait, th- uh, this is the Arkham Library? Uh, yes, the Miss <laughs> University Library. The Dr. Ar- Armitage has summoned you. It's funny that you call him Dr. Arkham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he is the university's librarian. I, I take it I know of him from You know time. of him. He is a very... One of the foremost intellects of the time. Yeah, he's a very famous intellectual... I will order. I will get a taxi to the station and uh, buy a ticket. Your ticket's in the envelope with the telegram. I will. Or do as I'm fucking well told. <laughs> you have At the speed of plot. Speed of onwards. But who should I deal with first? Yeah, yeah. You just have a scene. They just have a scene. I've had a very short scene. <laughs> <laughs> You two know you're Okay, I'm going to continue with Doctor Barnard. You get the train to Arkham with no trouble. I just need to get, um... Oh, Jesus. 
Oh, you're on a train. Have fun. <laughs> a sanity re restoring a train trip. <laughs> Very oh. nice train trip. Ooh. Don't worry, if you ever play Deadlands, you'll understand. Oh, yes. Right. Okay, you arrive in Arkham and you quickly get a train. Uh, cab from the train station to the university. Doesn't take very long, thankfully. They're not too far apart. And you hurry across to the museum building. It's a very fancy, colonial-style three-story building. And as you enter, uh, Mrs. Loring is behind the desk. She's the deputy librarian. Mrs. Loring? Loring. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. <laughs> you have met her many a time using the <laughs> library and everything. As you have to work at this Lloyd university. Yes. She looks up and goes, Ah, Professor. Hello. Um, the doctor is waiting for you in his office. Third floor, second door on the left. Thank you. Uh, Mind the horrors. I will <laughs> excuse <laughs> the long streaming faces in the wall. You head upstairs to Dr. Armitage's room, office. I want a cameo appearance. You're in the asylum on the other side of town. You're crucified on the wall of his office, just like writhing around. <laughs> what did you do to him? Oh, don't mind him. <laughs> he tried to read my copy of the Necronomicon. I took steps. I don't need it. <laughs> uh, Dr. Armitage, uh, just so you know, uh, looks like this. He's the guy in the bottom corner. Big yeah, beard, short hair, like glasses, pipes. His office is very nice. You wish you had an office like this. Wood panelling, gas mantle lights reading stand, massive windows that look out over the campus. It's a better office than anyone. You have to keep him happy, I assume. <laughs> yeah. he, he turns into a sugar when he's like... Looks up at you. Ah, oh, Dr. Barnard, you're... Oh, got your, um, got your telegram. Uh, Good. You're three minutes early. Uh, well, you said I'd be late. You told me to report by 7pm, so I thought I should. Uh, I wouldn't want to keep you waiting, I see. Very good. Anyway, it's come to my attention that you're accompanying the Professor to Antarctica. Professor Moore, yes. Yes. I see. Um, he, Sorry, he recommended me for the expedition and um, <coughs> personally requested me, so. Good, good. Well, I have. You remember? You told me to go. <laughs> I have some reading material for you to take on the boat. Oh, oh I think you will find kind. it illuminating. Fantastic! Right. It's a series of fragmentary poems. Right. I translated them into English for you. I checked your record, and you don't apparently speak any other languages. Um, peasant. Shocking, shocking. Well, of course, most of the geological uh, <laughs> literature is written in English, but um, I uh, speak rock. No, I've, I've never, the never of today. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm forty-one. I agree. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm thirty-six. <actually>. So, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, from from what languages did you translate these? Uh, Sumerian cuneiform. Oh, you've not heard of them. Very ancient dead languages. You need to be an archaeologist to understand them. But I'm going to have a go at you anyway for not knowing them. <laughs> yeah, everyone should be an archaeologist. I even have paleontology. <laughs> I've got Plutarchy. Anyway, he hands you a small notebook. A little notebook. 
these are the narcotic fragments. It'll take you a while to read them, so enjoy them on the boat trip. Mm. I'm sure you'll find them. Narcotic fragments. P N A K O T I C. P N A K O T I C. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Narcotic fragments. Fragments. They are translated from, you know, pottery fragments and fragments of wall hieroglyphics from. Yeah, totally. Ancient ruins in Greenland. And they deal with the Antarctic? Oh, just the Arctic in general. The ancient Arctic. societies and things. I figured you'd find it interesting reading. Okay. You uh, called me four hours across <laughs> the entire <laughs> country me, on to a give me ancient poetry to deal with that deals with Greenland. I, I don't say me, that loud. But, uh, give me some ancient poetry to read on my Antarctic expedition, which I remind you I leave for in three days. <laughs> Yes. Give me a load of poetry you about the Arctic, Doctor Bernard. <laughs> I don't say anything. Currently being out loud. played by our David Greedy. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, you should say some of that out loud. Surely, <laughs> surely this is weird. I, I take it. I take it. I know of his reputation, so I'm just going to. As a wizard, <laughs> I'm going to say thank you very much, Doctor. Did you buy um, me a ticket back? <laughs> <laughs> um. Sorry, I'll be good. Are you ever good? Yeah, occasionally. Does <laughs> does he sort of? He hasn't dismissed you yet. Okay. He's waiting to see if you've got any questions. Um. Sorry, who are you? So um. Uh, just I mean, I obviously I will I will read these fragments closely and uh, and and do my best to um. To, to digest them, but what can you can you give me a sort of overview of what they deal with? Ancient societies in pre-Ice Age times. In the Antarctic? Just in general. How ancient are we talking? Um, ancient. As I said, pre-Ice Age. When was the Ice Age? I know that Before the advent of man, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh yeah, just I say, about the beginning of the advent of man then. Yeah, because there was that, that baby, the family lose their baby, and then yeah. the, the tiger and the squirrel and the... <laughs> Given my knowledge of Captain paleontology, Podley. do I think he's completely insane? No, there have been various rumours of ancient societies from that sort of time, but no actual proof. It's just fragments like this that hint at things. Ancient human societies? Of course! What, what else would they dinosaurs? be? Dinosaurs. <laughs> does he does he, <laughs> does he say dinosaurs in that superior way and laugh like that? Yes, yes, he dinosaurs. <laughs> he's um, he, he he's coming across as a lot more of a dick than he usually does in your games. Is he has he had a bad day or something? Is this a member of the university faculty? Oh right. Did um. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like them. They steal his budget. Did you know any of the members of the previous expedition? Yes, yes, I knew Professor Lake quite well. Uh, <laughs> his descriptions of the fossils he found were illuminatingly interesting. Much better than anything you could ever do. <laughs> <laughs> you should read the fragments during your time and maybe compare them to Professor Lake's notes. Now then, I'm a very busy man, Doctor, so if you have any other questions, ask them quickly. Just... When he talks about 
Professor Link's descriptions, are you talking about the, the descriptions in the public record? Yeah, in the public record, the things he supposedly found. Not the um, really dibbly <coughs> stuff. Um, Have you found non-human skeletons? Thank you very much. As uh, I say, you will find it illuminating and incredibly useful. Especially if Professor Lake's discoveries are rediscovered. I'm assuming that's part of your plan in going to the Antarctic. To find the fossil cavern that was lost. Yes. Um, hey, at the rate this expedition's going. <laughs> so you... um. It's, it's your own personal opinion that the more extraordinary aspects of the uh, reports are uh, accurate? Well, you're going there to discover this, aren't you? Let me know how you get on. <laughs> I'll see you in January. Certainly. Or maybe February, depending on how long it takes you to sail back from the Antarctic. Never been myself. How long is the expedition supposed to be? You're not due back until about February. Okay. Um, you're there in the Antarctic it, until January. It depends how quickly we run away. <laughs> well, thank you, Dr. Armitage. Uh, yes, you've, you've been exactly. most helpful. And, um, Always I'm like to help a member of the faculty. <laughs> Do try to come back alive. Always <laughs> a pain trying to replace you guys. Yes, uh, thank you. That's my memory. So, <laughs> I, uh, I walked backwards out of the room. <laughs> Bowing. <laughs> 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 Every inch the supplicant. <laughs> he relights his pipe and goes back to his book. Meanwhile, Is my house in Arkham? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home then. I'm gonna go home and go back to New York tomorrow. <laughs> just yeah. just yeah, weird. Your wife is surprised to see you. I'm surprised. As is the gardener. The bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> wife. Thought you were living with your mother. Yeah, but don't, don't you forget that they're like ultra divorced or whatever. Yeah. Ultra divorced? Uh, yeah, it involves an, an oil drum. I'll, um, I'll, 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 I'll go into the East Wing. So yeah, I don't have to see her. You are incredibly rich, so you yes. probably do have the <laughs> <laughs> Property's cheap in uh, small town America. Especially after. Yeah. <laughs> it's on top of some old burial ground. I got it for an absolute steal. <laughs> You're still not sure what happened to little Susie and Mike. Well, nah. they, were, they were annoying kids, so... You've made some more. They have replaced I'm going to start reading the Narcotic Fragments. <laughs> why, would I, why would I not? I've just been given this. <laughs> oh, man, it'd be amazing if you lost them. <laughs> just chuck them overboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just oh, lend in the bottom of my pocket at home with your ex-wife there <laughs> and I, nothing else. I've always yeah, loved how this, this GM companion and then she it, it's the table of contents. It's um, it's nice for things like, you know, suggestion to the keeper. <coughs> books. <laughs> Forbidden books. <laughs> <laughs> Unforgivable tomes. <laughs> Mildly disagreeable <And> parchments. <laughs> <laughs> Page 67. Um, I should have planned this in advance. <laughs> yeah, you didn't think this one very through, Vulva. <laughs> very through, Vulva. Well. Shut up. <laughs> Um, at a quick glance and a skimpoo, it appears to be a very disconnected, rambling collection of pre-human history, myths, legends, that sort of thing. It's almost like, um, the problem is most of them stop halfway through, so they're very 
strange to get a proper picture, but as you, you're just having a quick look through, sure. you'll have to sit down and read this in more depth when you have time. But it definitely does appear to be quite fascinating glimpse at a load of interesting uh, legends you've not come across before as a paleontologist. Okay. Um, things talking about Lomar and their strange winged gods and their society that supposedly had quite sophisticated sea travelling technology and supposedly traverse the globe as there are hints that you know they've seen places <laughs> there's at least one poem which you pretty much is sure is the coast of Peru and then there's another one which seems to suggest they've seen Africa and the pyramids that's all playing anything about their shape-shifting servitors exactly <laughs> bit strange that one isn't it little bits and pieces like that um so there's definitely some interesting legends here that you're going to have to sit down and try and work out by reading these poems in more depth. They've clearly been translated into English, so there's probably lost some of their potency. potency. I settle down for the night with a with a nice tumbler of my uh, finest scotch, and I, uh, all alone in your spooky house. Yes, in my in my library. Apart from uh, the zombies in the basement, uh, you're just skimming it. So that's going to make me a sanity check. <coughs> As these things really creep you out slightly. Uh, yeah, I pass. Yeah, it's fine. Really you don't lose any sanity. But they are a little bit disturbing. Very. I keep odd. hearing noises outside. Go, <laughs> yeah, and fire crackles. And an amigo splats against the glass. <laughs> 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 Oh shit, you're reading them in Arkham! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm quite in new a, to the universe. In a graveyard <laughs> at night. <laughs> you did say your house was built on top of an ancient burial ground. Yes, I did. Well, we have it. We <laughs> <laughs> have candles. I love the light. Here. You're, you're holding a candle it's over a, very, a map. It doesn't as well. really have electric lighting yet. Yes, we've just got these, these strange <laughs> black candles we found in the basement. <laughs> well, <laughs> you look like your uh, tentacle rug as well. Yeah. <laughs> I have one point Marvelous of the stitching on this. Well, I, I as you, these legends, these seem red colouring. <laughs> a yeah. sort of pre-human civilization before humanity should technically be around. That's what pre-human means. <laughs> that's, that's, this is this is strange. Don't be a dick. I'm sorry. I'll be good. Anyway, I will. Um, he'll try. You lose a point of sanity for your Cthulhu mythos going up. By the way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Every time your Cthulhu mythos goes up, your sanity drops. Doesn't that just drop your maximum sanity? Yeah, it drops yeah. your max san. But if you're at max san, you then come down to meet down. the new level. So if your sanity is fifty, okay. So wow, really? And you haven't you haven't ever gamed Cthulhu before? <laughs> I thought I was doing pretty well to get away with seventy-five. Meanwhile, uh, back in New York, Mr. Mandalay. Hello. Uh, you arrive at the Plaza Hotel on time. Mm-hmm. You can arrange for Mr. Tempt Wright to be dropped off at seven. Yes. Because I thought uh, you make your way inside. And it does. Yeah, I'll that see. does. But then that's the Mr. Mandalay. Children! Sorry. It's a little quieter. Can I so look at the rule book? Yeah, with Cthulhu Mythos, it's the only stat which is left to do that. Hmm. So you kind of walk over it. Right. Anyway, <clears throat> you arrive at the Father Hotel at about 6 o'clock. You are shown inside 
Fire the Footman, the concierge Bowski, and seems to recognise your license of Mick as if you've been described to him. Ah. <laughs> Mr. Mandalay, uh, his grace is waiting for you in the um, private drawing room on the penthouse level. If you take this elevator, I'll go right through. You are swished up in this beautiful brass elevator. There's a guy with a handle operating the elevator, which is one of those old fashioned elevators. Man, might take a while then. You arrive at the penthouse level and you see uh, Jensen, Lord Tenant Rights Butler, waiting for you. Uh, what? Lord Tenant Rights Butler. Could you give Jensen. Oh, Jensen, right. Lord Tenant Rights Butler. Wait, his father? Yeah. Okay. Ah. Lord Tenant Rights Butler. Mandalay. Good to see you again, old boy. How's the twitch? Um. Oh, he's twittering away. Good. Um, well, um, his grace is waiting for you inside. I'm going to go downstairs and make final preparations for dinner. Uh huh. Have a good evening. Very well. I'll see you at dinner. He gets in the elevator, and you are left standing in the integrated penthouse. The door is slightly open. I go in. Yeah, Lord Tenant looks slightly like an older, slightly mm. more handsome version of uh, Edward. Mm-hmm. Slightly saner. Edward mm. Philip Wright Tenant. Edward Edward Philip Do you want to try Tenant that one Wright again? the second. Edward Philip Wright Tenant Wright. Pick his name. But it's British, so I'll give you a twist. Tenant Wright. Um, he's sat in a chair having a glass of brandy. Um, there's a large bottle of brandy on the table. Fire is crackling away. He's dressed for dinner. Ah, oh, Mandalay. Good. I'm glad you came. How's the boy? Who did you see? You know, you really shouldn't uh, pass the that <laughs> nickname that you have from around your uh, staff. It may get out. Oh, no, no. It's only between me and Jensen. Jensen won't tell anyone else. <laughs> Very well. You might um, want to burn that telegram I sent you, though. <laughs> but, you know, guaranteed as you knew who I was talking about. How is he? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm impressed. He's finally doing something worthwhile. He's off exploring. Well. So it's about time he did something better than painting. So he's gone with him, right? No, no, he's not there yet. Oh, okay. 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 Um, while I'm back, I'm going to... Around, see if anyone else in the crew is around, and let's go to dinner. I don't want to go to dinner on my own. That's grand. Um, uh, no one else is around. I, I won't lie. Um, Fire an escort. <laughs> he doesn't know a lot about exploring. He'll learn, he'll <laughs> learn. But he's got you with him. That's why we hired you. Well, I'm not exactly a famed explorer either. Um, no, no, but you ran a bar in New York. Which is <laughs> the same thing when you think about it, I suppose. Um, Trust me, man, you'll be perfect. Um, anyway, I'm glad he's finally doing something worthwhile. I mean, I can even make him, well, you'll find out later tonight, but I'm finally making him a member of the Explorer Society. About time. Yes, why didn't he choose to follow in your footsteps earlier? I don't know. It would have been a bit of a twit. Like painting, apparently. <laughs> Gave him a very expensive education. It's probably those bohemian types. Either that or he was too busy enjoying the ladies. Stop touching me. The ladies. <laughs> Well, fine. Uh, is there something specific that you wanted to speak oh, yes. to me about? I, I have some things for you. Yeah. Mm. Um, you ought to give them to him when, um, you know, 
becomes an SSA. First thing is this. There's a jewel box. Inside there's a blue crystal wrapped up in like a silver cage on a silver chain. This is for you. Keep it on you. There's another one for him. Give it to him. Well when we get there. Yeah, that's Nicholas's. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh Oh god. I had this made special. We're it, going to the Antarctic. It's very attractive, but we I think Mr. Uh, uh, your son, that is, um, had already arranged to have some patches made. <laughs> Not quite so. These are necklaces. Well, yeah, I know, but I can't think of any other reason but he'd give us jewellery, like matching jewellery to go on the expedition. Trust me, you'll be glad you've got them when you get there. Right. Um, Give us on his when he dies. <laughs> I just think, okay, fine, we, we've got these. Um, we can sell them at some point. Fine. Um, there's these scrolls. Uh, these um, are mainly for you to read. They might be useful, they might not. I don't know how um, open-minded you are. But have a read sometime. What are they? Oh, just some ancient, interesting... How open are you, Mr. Mandalay, to the idea that things are not always as they appear? Not at all. your son. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, sir? Um, well, it depends what you mean by that. There are certain... I'm entirely sure how to go about explaining this to someone. I mean, it's such a peculiar subject, but... There are more things in this heaven and earth than a dream of in your philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Buster Keaton. Oh, you know, a good old-fashioned demonstration. <laughs> <laughs> These are what the unenlightened would call spells. Okay. Let's just say that you might find it useful to memorise how some of these things work. There are mathematical formulas behind some of them. They're interesting. Oh, sorry, Mandalay, I'll just show you. Uh, Mandalay dies. <laughs> <laughs> he points a finger at the fireplace and says a word, and the whole thing just flickers blue and just burns with blue flame, but then turns green. Make me sound okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if you wet yourself or <laughs> run screaming from the room. I uh, I actually fail that. Okay. Mr. Mandley, I am what the, the uh, <laughs> I am what the unenlightened call an ultra wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so his dad is a fucking wizard? He's the head that's, of... That's how this game works. works. He's yes. the president of the Explorers Society. And there are... Well, except you. Defenders against the evil. Yeah. They explore the world to find the evil things and stop them from getting out. With magic? Yes. Well, duh. Doesn't that make them... Evil? <laughs> cultists of something? Yes, Do they not get basically. completely biblically? Yeah, yes. sometimes. sometimes. That's, that's starting to explain his upbringing. <laughs> Do you need this anymore? Oh. <laughs> wow. 
Wizard. Yeah. How do you react to this? You know, you, you, also, you, this is clearly a real thing. He's people. just done some things. That's a different fire. Sort of What's his dad's sanity? I don't know. You don't get to know. Damn. <laughs> See, the difference between us, dear boy, is we're a club, not a cult. I mean, the thing is, I've seen magic <laughs> shows before where they probably did stuff that was slightly more impressive than making a cult flame go. You lost three points um, of sanity. Uh, <laughs> you can't be nonchalant. No, I can't be nonchalant, but I can. I, 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 yeah, but I need you, more. You his, his dad, your employer, yeah. has, has just shown you that he is a sorcerer. You need more convincing, Mr. Man. I need, I, 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 I need more. Oh, <laughs> fine, <laughs> Mandalay, fine. I'm not calling you a fraud or anything, but he, he just goes, some potassium in there. He, he picks up his uh, walking stick. Yeah. Taps it on the ground three times. Screams, you shall not pass. The, uh, and the fourth explodes. The head, and suddenly, you are sat on a beach. Oh, you check. Right. <laughs> there is sand under you. It is warm. The sun is setting. I passed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still... <laughs> still takes down a lot of time. <laughs> still lose 20. Oh, lose two. Which means you've lost five. Which means <laughs> <laughs> you suffer some sort of temporary no, insanity, six, right? six is the threshold. No, no, it's five. Huh? Yes. It's yeah. five now. It's four. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Roll I this one. <laughs> D6? Yeah. Roll the D6. Roll the D6, Mandalay. Don't get any of the bad numbers. One. One. That's that the worst number. It's <laughs> a terrible number. He could go homicidal and kill his father. <laughs> Mandalay, Mandalay can only urinate and scream for the next 48 hours. <laughs> you kind of go, no, no, and flump backwards. <laughs> okay. You fall into the sand, though, so at least it's soft. But when you wake up, um, there's faint music and a fire is crackling away. Are you back mm-hmm. in the study? Uh, no, you're still on the beach. Damn, I oh. wanted to make there a sad check. Armchairs. Yeah, the same armchairs from the uh, hotel. There's a table with the brandy. And Miss Lord Tenant Wright is sat there waiting for you to wake up. Mr. Lord Tenant Wright? Wait, um, <laughs> wait to be like an ultra sorcerer but not know the uh, the smelling salt spell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bollocks, you'll be out for hours. <laughs> there are no healing spells in Cthulhu, sure. No, yeah. <laughs> there are, but, there, but there, 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 there are only twisted ones no, that, that have some... you better than you were before. Oh, no, no, that no, have some are. hideously <laughs> ironic <laughs> consequence. Miss Mandalay. I take it. Have I take life from you. Lord Tenenbright, what precisely do you expect me to do with this information? Learn the spells. I, I don't care. I'm a wizard. My son, if it becomes necessary. Which biz? What was the last thing you said? Learn the spells I'm giving you to protect my son. If it becomes necessary. Oh, good. I thought you said teach your son, then. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mandalay. Mandalay. Um, um, I want him alive um, and being an explorer. Do not teach him these. He's not ready and probably never will be. <laughs> but I live in hope. I live in hope. He's exploring. Baby steps. <laughs> Once ever a time. I mean, admittedly, his sister's got these things down pat, but he went off and became a painter. Disappointing, really. Anyway, he is actually quite a good painter. Oh, I know, I know. He's a brilliant <laughs> painter. Love his artwork. <laughs> Did that lovely picture of me that hangs in the upstairs lavatory. And <laughs> 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 one of his mother that's in the conservatory. Yes. <laughs> put put there as a peace offering after one of their latest fights. I'll tell him that his work is appreciated. I can't help but notice we're on a beach. 
Yes. We are a small island in the South Pacific. Oh, Christ, run! <laughs> Actually, no, that won't help you. No, you're <laughs> fucked, bro, sorry. I, I come here mm, every couple of months. Lovely place to relax. Would you like a pina colada? It's on the map. It's right there. The villa's just over there. Oh, we've got to get back for dinner, though, haven't we? I guess we haven't got time for cocktails. I suppose we do. Well, um, anyway, I take it I've convinced you. I don't know what you've convinced me of, but you've convinced me of something. Good. That's a starting point. Me your brand is really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, try these and things out. Really um, shit in it. <laughs> yes. It might come in helpful. And uh, try and keep him alive. I mean, if he does end up getting his head ripped off by some horrible unspeakable horror, fair enough. But, you know... Why? Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to Why? the unspeakable horror. Why do you think that's going to happen? Well, no one's explored the Antarctic before, not properly. You might find something strange. I mean, you might just find a load of ice. Mm. It's hmm. more than that, though, isn't it? Because you why would you be telling me this now just because... You're going, going to the Antarctic! Well, yes, but it's not really going to be that useful for... He says until he learns uh, one of the keep warm spell. I mean... No, not useful at all. I mean... <clears throat> look, I don't know if there's anything there. No one's ever been properly. Especially no one from the Explorer Society. <laughs> Why not? Not for a good society. I thought it would have been sort of your thing. <laughs> but the technologies have only recently been available to do it. This is like the third or fourth trip down there. We haven't put our own together yet. We were a bit busy in Africa and India. And... <laughs> yes? You should, you should point out that, that he did just transport you at least 5,000 miles. <laughs> I mean, like, the, the technology has only just been available to get the Arctic, but... I think that his mind might not quite be there to put that together. I, I, no, I'm not really even going to go there. Uh, but I am, gonna, <laughs> I, I am going to say... Uh, I mean, it seems a little strange at this moment to be discussing more mundane matters, but I do... I am curious as to... If you were to take a trip to the Antarctic, uh, an expedition, and you wanted to take a hot air balloon, um, is there any particular precautions, uh, <laughs> anything that you might recommend? Should be done over and above the kind of usual hot air ballooning kind of. I do like that. You've just been teleported. <laughs> Had magic show. You know, you've been shown that the universe is not as it seems, and you're asking about fucking hot air balloons. <laughs> I think Mandalay is clinging to something. Please flip. He's gone completely insane. Mandalay is a really good butler. <laughs> I think Mandalay is clinging to something sane, and the first yeah. thing he came up to was hot air balloons. He's in good house, though. Fairly sure the hot air balloons have been ditched, haven't they? Didn't we? Make not, sure they not, not yet. Yeah, no, they. It's they a work in progress. They weren't loaded because of an error. <laughs> no, no, you specifically state you put the airplane in a crate on the ship. It was the first thing. You no, did. it was it was on a crate on the ship on the deck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say, I say, and I know that there are more kind of obvious questions I could be no, asking no, at this balloon. point. Oh God, is he taking hot air balloons to the Antarctic? Yes. Maybe he can, I don't know, draw a map from the sky in it? 
I think he wants to paint or something. Oh, don't tell him that. It's white. I know. Oh, Lord. Well, um, he's going. That's the main thing. Get him to do some science. You could probably use a hot air balloon for, I don't know, Geiger counter readings or something. Fuck. The Geiger counter has been invented. We established that. Sorry. I... Um. Anyway. This one, he hand you another scroll. Come in useful in a hot air balloon. Um, anyway, um, they're all in English. So take some time to read them on the boat. I'll look these over, but no promises, okay? Because, you know, I know how to be a butler. Exactly. Jensen knows all of this stuff. I barely know how to be a butler in the Antarctic. <laughs> I... You're a simple man. Look after your employer. Keep him alive. And if things go really strange, use some arcane knowledge to save the day. Discreetly. Simples. Can we go back now? Of course. <laughs> Sandy check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. He was, he was ready for it that time. You don't have to have a sand check every time. Yeah, you do. You don't. Do you I really don't? Every time, every time. Kieran, have you any idea how often my um, antique stealer gone... sees me go and still takes it's sand still checks? It's still a bit... Oh, but he passed a sanity check, so he's fine. Um, you were back in the penthouse at the Plaza Hotel. Should we go down to dinner? I'll catch up. Fair enough. Um, brandy's on the table. Hmm. You go there, and someone's the elevator. What are you doing? The decanter empties. I'm just going to wait a minute. Yep, he gets in the elevator. Yeah, I'm in the corner of the room. You can take out your service <laughs> revolver. <laughs> <laughs> wait till it's far enough away you can scream. <laughs> yeah, he's taking the elevator down. You're on your own. Yeah, I'm just going to wait a minute. Wait. Have another brandy. <laughs> Down the bottle. Mr. Tenant Wright, you arrive at the Plaza Hotel. Did you know your dad's a sorcerer? No. No. <laughs> I know he doesn't even know his dad's name. I, I know that my dad is head of the Explorer Society. I believe they're just explorers. You don't know he's here. I don't know he's here, but I know he's so head of You the head up the steps, the footman opens the door. The concierge bows to you, welcomes you to the Plaza Hotel, asks your name. Uh... Uh, Edward Philip Tenwright III, I have a reservation? Uh, yes, Mr. Tenant Wright. Straight through into the restaurant. Ah, thank you. When you read your name, he's like, oh yes, the twit. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't quite say that. Uh, anyway, you head through to the uh, restaurant. Ah, oh, Mr. T. <laughs> Dean Drill. <laughs> Mr. No, teacher. no, Mr. Dean Jill. Well, I have more of these delicious, oh, greasy ball things. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I only had a small bowl, so I only poured out half of them. Anyway, uh, as you were sitting down, someone suddenly wraps their arms around you from behind and gives you a hug. Brother, it's so nice to see you. It's, ah, it's, it's Lucretius. Uh, this is... What are you doing here, sister? Oh, I'm visiting the surprise. Oh, I wanted to surprise you. Uh, definitely. How, how was uh, the new husband? The husband? Oh. <laughs> Richard Dead, I'm afraid. <laughs> He'll yeah. be along to join us shortly. Oh, well. Uh, where was the honeymoon? The honeymoon? Oh, we had a beautiful time. The cruise around the Mediterranean. It was fantastic. Excellent, excellent. What are you doing, girl? 
I'm sprawling because my back hurts. No, no I'm, this is quite a surprise. Here's a senior for our, our uh, yes. voyage. Finally joining the explorers, going out there, doing what the Terranites do best. Well, it's been time, eh? Oh, I sure enjoyed my youth like that. Seen faces. Like every war in Manhattan? Oh no, sorry, it was bought all the jam in Manhattan. <laughs> I saw the newspaper. <laughs> I thought that was a euphemism. Quite. Anyway. All the day. Uh, oh, I have another time. surprise for you. Oh, yes? I'm broken. Turn around. And it's yours. I turn around. Your dad is there. It's more jam. <laughs> <Daddy Jeff. laughs> Your dad's Daddy there. Jeff, my made dad. out of jam. <laughs> nah, not really. <laughs> Father. Boy. It's a statue of him made out of jam. <laughs> this is quite a surprise. Well, we wanted to surprise you before you left. Hand on your shoulder. The manly, fatherly squeeze of your shoulder. Let's sit down. We have dinner. Jensen has everything prepared. Jensen, excellent. Proper British food. It's been a while I've missed it. The Americans don't quite do it right, you know? No, of course they don't. They're American. Savage country. Why do we ever let them go? (laughs) Because they're a savage country. Because they're a savage country and we Um, have no need for them. We'd explored it all. No, true, true. (laughs) Anyway, I'm finally glad you're doing something sensible. We don't need this country anymore. (laughs) We've explored it. (laughs) Well, I thought it was time to expand my wings. Yeah. Well, this is for you. He holds out a small little silver pin with the emblem of the Explorer Society on it. You're one of us now, boy. Thank you, Father. This is, uh... <laughs> do me proud. You are Find literally the thing. first explorer to go to the Arctic. And... <laughs> you are, Arctic. indeed. You're going to be the first... Shut up, they're both the same thing. ...of the Explorer Society <laughs> to go to the Antarctic on an official capacity. Oh, yeah, there's a whole crew there, isn't there? Everyone might interested to see how much of this what? is him being proud of me and how much is basically so they want to claim they were first to explore the Antarctic. They're not the first ones there, though. They've been other expeditions. Mm, yeah, we are the first of the Explorer Society oh, yes, to go. <clears throat> so well done, boy. So you mean it's all modern uh, science thing? It's just a phase on camera. Red or white, sir? <sighs> Proper wine, excellent. Uh, both. George. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about it. It's been a while with a uh, bathtub brews. He mixes you a rosé. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid American prohibition laws. They won't bother us here. <laughs> This is the plaza. They wouldn't dare say no We're to serving rich. alcohol to me. I What's pity the man who would try, father. They probably have. I probably have been talked to by someone. Oh, not my game was talking to. Turn them into a frog. Mandalay will be along shortly. <laughs> I um, left him upstairs just finishing off a couple of things. Yeah. I'm doing him look after you when you reach the Antarctic. Just uh, proud. So it's likely that I will certainly just proud for the companion. You taking anything yeah. now, explorers with you? No. Yeah. Um, Stockholm and Water don't seem to have it there. I think they might be a bit, you know, public school, really? as it were. Those two. Invite the reporter. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a hotel motel. <laughs> well, try not to die in the cold. <laughs> That is foremost in my mind. That is the advice you gave me when I left the house ten years ago. <laughs> when you sent me off to boarding school. <laughs> and when you get back, you must come across back to London. Your mother will want to hear all about it. Take plenty of photos. Keep us informed. Oh, no, 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 photos. I'll be uh, painting it myself, obviously. Take a camera as well. And, and here's a POV shot. Uh, Mandalay knows how to use London, doesn't he? 
Oh, I should think so. Oh, I'll tell him to bring one then. Excuse me, Mr. Shogun. Can you just pause like that for a moment? I need a 60 second exposure. It'd be amazing if it did. (laughs) (laughs) They are servants. And that removed its soul. (laughs) What would you do with a Shogun's soul? That scared the fuck out of me, that. Oh, I know certain antiques dealer would like it. Get back in your cage. Wait until Saturday. That's all I'm saying to you. Wait until Saturday. What are they playing on Saturday? Mask of the Oh, Christ. Oh, Carly, they're in Cairo. Have they had the uh, break in yet? The cultists think they're all dead. Ah, so okay. there's being better than Kieran's team, who are like, We're here! Everybody, we're here! <laughs> we didn't say we're here. We were interviewed by every newspaper in the world. That's kind of a way of announcing yourself. Anyway, um, Mandela, do you eventually join them? Yes. Mandalay, are you okay? You look a little uh, of sorts. Quite unusual for you. I'm quite well, sir. Good. Had a nice relaxing sanity restoring <laughs> beach holiday. For all of 20 minutes. Um, both. Man, you're not sure I'm saying. You poured your glass of red and glass of white. Dinner is served. It's pretty damn fantastic. Proper British food. What is it? Is this um one of the uh, chefs here? Managed to do, or does he bring one of your own? Lord's downstairs. She's taking over the kitchen. Ah, brilliant! Wonderful. Where did you find her? She's Laura. your mother. Yeah. Um, where did we pick Laura up? Jansen. It was in Moscow, sir. Nineteen three. Oh yes, Moscow, nineteen oh three. And she's a really good British cook. <laughs> <laughs> she was working for one of the stars. I think I poached her. Yes, with an elephant gun. <laughs> <laughs> I Reanimated you... her and she was good as new. She <laughs> you boiled her like a With some of your evidence over here, do you have uh, any idea what's been going on with uh, our retrodition? It seems like someone's it's actively trying to stop problems. it. Apparently, I'm not really looked into it, my boy. I mean, you're the explorer going on an expedition to the Antarctic, not me. I just yeah. expect that some you know, friendly sabotage from the Lexington girl. Did you, you not uh, read about what happened to our captain? Order. Yes, bad luck there. Not really. F- I think it's going to be on friendly sabotage at this point. A little light-hearted murder. <laughs> oh, but that was um, some German chap, wasn't it? Probably not Lexington. Don't know if haven't said, but one too many things, as it were. Well, be careful. You have Mandalay. True. All will be well. Have a nice time. Mandalay, he Stop doesn't come back. Tell me about your first uh, well expedition. <laughs> Get uh, me in the mood. My first expedition. <laughs> really now? Was to the city of Zimbabwe. Beautiful. No, no, no. It's a city called Zimbabwe. It just happens oh. to be in Zimbabwe. <laughs> Convenient. <laughs> Zimbabwe, the country, is named oh, after the city. Oh, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. <laughs> yes. It's Upper Rhodesia right now. Ah, oh, Zen Squared, I see. The, the Empire likes to pretend it doesn't exist because it's proof that, uh, well, we won't go into the horrible racist details of Zimbabwe, but anyway. Yes. 1930s, of course he will. <coughs> it was called Great Zimbabwe. Anyway, I'm going to a, leave yeah. you having dinner with Lord Tenant Knight and your sister and go back to Carl and Mr. McCready. Several hours in the past. So, yeah. hmm. Over, over. <coughs> okay.
were good because it sounded like you were speaking from the inside Beg. of a bathtub or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want your back fixed? Um, will it kill me? No, there's a small possibility. <laughs> I can't take that risk. Do I'm not vitally let important. the black belt martial artists fix your back. I suspect it would not end well. Actually, it's very effective. It's just quite uncomfortable. <laughs> you're not. You're not just gonna like. <laughs> no, no, I take it it's your spine that needs readjusting. I think so. Yeah. He'll just bang you with his palm to a couple of places and it'll be fine. I think I'll be alright. Thank you. Carl! <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Mr. McCready. Yeah. You so arrive. Many handouts. Oh, so <laughs> much death. <laughs> at the Russian tea house. <laughs> Mr. trying to read the plot over here just to die or something. I'm going to cover up the really big chapter title on this page so you can't read it like that. I read it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You arrive at the Russian Tea House. Uh, It's a very small little cafe down near the riverfront. It's in the upmarket part of town over the riverfront, not the docks area. Um, Little tables outside. There's one of those little iron fences that fences in the tables. Umbrellas, finally. Um, do you sit outside or inside? Um, yes. Inside. It's September. Do um, just before we arrive, I, I ask you if you know what Rorik looks like. Do I? Because um, you you seem to know more about him than I. I know I know nothing about. Him. You know what he looks like. Uh, I am aristocracy. I assume I know who like ho- high profile painters are and stuff I'm like that. Chapter. Um, I can't find picture of Rorik. He's um, got black Actually hair. Said I was Swedish. <laughs> you are Swedish. You picked Swedish. You picked it for me. Fair enough, I picked Swedish for <laughs> you. Um, anyway, sorry, he's got continue. black hair. He's quite thin, pale. He's an artist. <laughs> he's probably the git with the beret. <laughs> <laughs> is there a git with a beret? No. <laughs> Actually, this is New York. There probably is. Yes, there is a git with a beret. He's got some beautiful woman listening to his stanzas as he recites his ode to blue or something. I, lo- I, look oh, at- some blue. I, lo- I look at him through the door and I look back at you and I go, nah. not a poet. Painter. Painter, right. We go inside. Okay, the maitre d' comes over and asks where you'd like to sit. We're inside? It's, In- inside, it's a bit yes. Chilly. We've got, we were meeting a friend here. Nicholas Rorick. Um, Mr. Rorick, um, no, he's not here yet. Um, would you like a window seat? Please. Yes, please. He sits you down at a nice little, one of those. Fancy iron tables. Whoa! Whoa! What? That is quite That's amazing. That's what he looked like. <laughs> oh my god, really? That's it. Look at that beard. You'd awesome notice that fellow. <laughs> okay, look at his real name as well. He looks like a wizard. <laughs> Nikolai Konstantinovich Rerich. Konstantinovich. Nikolai Konstantinovich. If you're at home, Re- go and Google Nicholas Rurik. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put a picture. <laughs> you have to link that picture. That to is, that Jesus is, Christ. That was a. Oh, oh. He looks like a mathematician. Okay, he doesn't look anything at all like my description. He looks like that picture <laughs> with the massive beard and the little hat. <laughs> he looks like Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll notice when he turns up. Okay, um. Yeah. Shoot him just on the off. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't in the book. 
Well, you know, it's your universe. He can either be your Roric or Rorik or, um, you know. That must be when he's older or something. When was that made to take him? 1917. <laughs> we will... Here we go. Oh. You sit down. The waitress asks uh, what you'd like to drink. I've heard the oolong tea is excellent. One oolong tea for you, sir. Uh, uh, one for me as well, please. Two oolong teas. Anything else you know about? My friend Tim said the oolong tea was excellent. I mean, any food. Oh, um... <laughs> <laughs> what food is that? <laughs> is that like a menu? Yeah, sandwiches. We're, we'll I, order, I order some sandwiches. About Ooh, seven years later. <laughs> <laughs> For Tim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, make me spot hidden checks as you sit down. It's about a few minutes Success. before your uh, tea arrives. I do not ah, spot yes. nothing. <laughs> no, no. It's in a Japanese teapot with Japanese cups, a bit like mine up oh, there. Just the clear yeah. little bowls. <laughs> I see. And yet, it's not hot when you pour it out. It's this clear liquid. Mmm. Does, it, does it taste like vodka? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like how, when I went travelling. Just like, <laughs> just like old times, eh? <laughs> <sighs> the uh, sandwiches turn up. Uh, you know, sat there for about. The sandwiches are also made of vodka. <laughs> You're sat there for about. Just slightly gentrified. 10, 15 minutes. Uh, who's passed their spot check? Okay, you see, uh, you just happen to be glancing up whilst uh, Mr. McCready is pouring because he's looking at the glasses. You see Mr. Rowick coming up the street towards the restaurant. Oh! A, a car pulls up next to him, the door opens, and a figure grabs his arm and pulls him to the car. Oh, crap. What? Rorik's just been snatched! I know, that's what the next chapter heading is! It's not my fault, I saw it on mistake. I, I will try and grab the license plate and type of car, and if I can see anything of the driver. There's no license plate. I'll follow him into the street. Get in a, get yeah. Follow that cab! <laughs> You've got to do that. Oh, yes. Crap, yes. yes! Is there a yes, cab? Yes, is there a cab? You can hail a cab. Make me a. Follow that man! As you try and. You look. 41, I make it. Um, the guy driving the cab, the car is the guy who murdered Commander Douglas last night. The guy you saw running away. It's the same guy. It's the guy who murdered Douglas. I'm Quick, sure After him! I, we grab a is cab. There, is there a cab? Is there shove a cab? some dollars in the person's face. I leap in there and I'm like, you follow that. Hurl a handful of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Follow that cab! <laughs> the waitress is very confused. Sorry, we'll be back. <laughs> Send the bill to Starkweather! <laughs> Be back for tea. <laughs> all your tea. Give me all your tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, make Don't me a luck roll. Who's got the highest luck? Uh, my luck is 75. My luck is 75. Bugger. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. One odd. I've got a power Let's do it, in, descend- Let's do it in, in, uh, in descending order of prettiness. Richard, you. <laughs> 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 Odds, evens. Evens, roll your luck. Oh. Your, your cabbie is like, alright, oh, 88, no. Oh, oh. It's not alright, governor, that'd be a British London cabbie. Hello! Well, he could be a British cabbie living in New York. <laughs> I don't know. Let's make up a fictional story. Bonjour, mademoiselles, I don't know. We're men! He's making up French. No <laughs> <laughs> I shoot him and get in the next cab. <laughs> Fucking 
the frogs. <laughs> Another cab crashes into that. <laughs> <laughs> Are we in the French district? Yes, What's going on are. here? We are indeed in the French in, district. In, in well, Paris town. <laughs> yes. As we're sitting in this cab motoring on, I look at you going, well, we're chasing him. Now what? I thought when we caught him, we could... You guys are armed, right? I am. Good. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll look at you. Window. Are you armed? Am I armed? No, you didn't say you were taking a weapon. You've I've got, got a screwdriver. <laughs> no, because oh, no. one of them is uh, a uh, rifle. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, probably don't have that. Fair enough, do you feel switchblade on you? I'm yeah. a geology professor and I'm armed. I, I, I got I'm this. <laughs> I got this. Essay! The county comes over and looks back at you and goes, I throw more money at him. Keep driving! Fine! <laughs> Well, make me another luck check. Can Sorry. I make this one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not that I think Sorry, I don't mean to panic you, but we're chasing someone who's kidnapped one of our friends. Uh, yes, by over 60. Well, well, why did you say so? This is much more interesting than it was earlier. We did, oh, we did, no, I say, stop. putting another dollar on the uh, on the pile that's appearing there. Oh, just keep adding them, good gentlemen. I've got them in my sights. They have not seen us yet. <laughs> God, my French accent is German terrible. French accent. <laughs> Where did you say you were from? <laughs> Paris! <laughs> sure. Really now? Yes, the occupation doesn't happen until... <laughs> do, you, do you just say you're from Paris because you think we're smug Americans who won't know anywhere in France other than Paris? We? Oui. <laughs> so where are you really from? The Alsace. <laughs> the SS? The Alsace, <laughs> yes. I'm from the SS and we are chasing some Germans. You have outed me. Oh, well. <laughs> he doesn't say that next day. That's... Um, I, I, I look at this. What do I reckon the likelihood of me shooting out a tyre is? Um, really bad. Well, your, minus moving, 20 for a moving vehicle. A moving minus vehicle. 20 for a moving target. Yeah, yeah. you're about minus 50. Yeah, What's your skill? 40. 40. <laughs> <laughs> I blaze away one. No, I don't. Boom, boom, boom. Get closer. I'll you throw my switch. You shoot the cab in the head. <laughs> Hey, Pulp Fiction style. <laughs> yeah. Your um, wandering French accent um, cab driver is a. Uh... D- does the other car seem to have noticed us? Not yet. Monsieur Zutalo! They have not spotted us yet. <laughs> they appear to be heading for the docks. I look over at you. The. The paradigm of the taxi chase I don't think has been popularised yet. What do we do now? <laughs> more, more to the point, how do we catch them if we can't shoot at them? Oh, we, we, we could... Ram them? Hold on, hold on. We could follow them and see where they go and then go after them. Revolutionary! I have a feeling I know where they're going. <laughs> this is yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. No, it's written down on the same piece of paper. Stop, oh. <laughs> Stop pointing it at me. Or you can overtake them and maybe they'll get confused and start chasing you. <laughs> oh, shit. About ten minutes okay. later, they pull into the... Is it our bit of the docks? Nowhere near your bit of the docks. Okay. It's nowhere near Leptington's bit of the docks either. Yeah. And they pull into a... Uh, they drive at a warehouse. <laughs> You see the doors are open, and the moment the car drives forward, the door, door shut, the cab driver stops, 
um, at the other end of the street from the warehouse, and looks back at you guys. What now, Monsieur? Um, I handed some more money. Wait here. We. <laughs> oui. <laughs> as long as there is no shooting. Don't worry, Not anywhere you. near your car. <laughs> Excellent. Good luck. We'll try. Um, I follow you. Make spot checks as you head towards the warehouse. Nine. Oh yeah. Oh, what did you get? Oh, I got like forty. Yeah. Um, five, five. You five. both spot. There are guys upstairs looking out at the street. It's guarded. You, yes, however, <laughs> spot out the back of the warehouse. The machine you just gun. about see it. Is a dock, and there's a small motor launch, and there's a single guy who has come out the warehouse, got in the motor launch, and left. A guy's just left, I say. And nudging you and pointing. With the, uh, the role you got, it was not the guy who killed the commander. <coughs> Look Dif- like, looks guy. like someone else, I say. You see? Different jawline. You say so. What um, are you doing now? How, how many people roughly... So we know there's one guy's left. There's the guy who actually did the killing. How many spotters? Well, what you know, say? there was the guy who was driving. One for the chandelier, two for the singing telegram. This isn't clue. There was the guy who was driving, who he recognised as the guy who yeah. was running away from Commander Douglas's murder scene. There's at least must have been one guy in the back to pull Warwick into the car. Mm-hmm. There's at least one guy upstairs watching the stream. I don't feel too comfortable bursting in there with only eight bullets and none of us, neither of us armed other than that. Um, should we call the police? <laughs> my god, that's too sensible! <laughs> I I put down my switch for a second, but that's a really good idea. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? I, I try to have them occasionally. You Swedes, man! <laughs> Let's call the police! Um, we go. A scene a bit like the beginning of the Naked Gun, where he <laughs> breaks into the boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, we go to like the next lock, dock duck, along. You duck down an alley and head down into the next street. Go, go to the dockmaster's hut thing. You find um, Which... this is all warehouses, just slightly back from the dock. But yeah, but they'll have administrative buildings. You find um, basically mainly one with a mainly one with yeah, a phone. Yeah, you find um, uh, news agents. Okay, I put a call through. Stay on the screen at the clock. Um, or were you staying? Oh, okay. It looked I, like you were looking I at the go to the uh, phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask you to that phone. Yep. Call the police. Ask for what was his face? Detective Hanson. Yes, him yep. and the operator connected. Hanson here. Mr. How do you know Detective Hanson? Um, Starkweather. No, Moore mentioned him when I was okay. speaking to him. Um, Mr. Hanson, I believe you've been investigating incidents related to the Starkweather and Moore expedition? Yes. Who is this? We have just seen... What the fuck was Nicholas Rorick. Ni- uh, Nicholas Rorick being abducted into a taxi and taken to a dock. The dock number is... Whatever it is. One. <laughs> Number one! I see. Well, <coughs> what's this got to do with the stock weather and more? I mean, I'll dispatch some police, but what's this got to do with my case? Um, we believe he was due to meet with... Uh... It was the same guy. Same 
This, this, he, he's investigating oh, yeah, yeah. the murder. The, the, it's the, the guy, same guy. The guy who kidnapped him was the same guy who killed Commander Duncan. I'm sure Douglas. of it. I well, how do you know? Wait, was that Mr. McCready in the background? Yes, I'm yes. here as well. It's definitely him coming. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's a lot. It's send, just the last. Send a patrol car or send. Send the National Guard. The line goes dead. <laughs> I think we got their attention. Uh, important thing to interject with here. Yeah. Going back to an earlier discussion. <laughs> there were no telephones. There were no laws governing guns in New York in 1933 other than the right to bear arms. Laws came in 1934 as a response to the gangster culture. So you can open carry. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to start carrying my rifle. <laughs> I've got plenty of time. Oh, <laughs> right. I, for some reason I thought lobster culture. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Um... Ah, what is lobster culture? What um, media. Well, you pushed it into my arm and it fell over. It was physics. Anyway, <laughs> um, what are you two doing now you've made your phone calls? <laughs> well, should let's we just make... Should yeah, I think, I think we should. Yeah, I think we should watch it from reasonably far, far away. I was thinking the cab, where you can see everything. Yeah, yeah, so that we can run, I, that we can make awkward small talk with the uh, cab driver as well. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Let's do that. And awkwardly conceal the let's, pistol and knife we're holding. Let's meta game less. <laughs> <laughs> you go back. To we go back cab. to the cab. Remind me to buy a gun. Monsieur. You don't have one. Well, no. I'll I've, take. I'll take you to the gun store. I'm I've sure got, a, got tons in America. I've, I've got a flare gun. <laughs> I'm sure, they've got tons. Not quite the same thing. <laughs> Understatement. Hi. Um, we've called the police, so we're just gonna we're just gonna wait here for a little while. Seems like a sensible idea to me. Yeah. Where are you from? <laughs> I don't know, my accent keeps going German. Look, look. Uh, this seems like a perfectly acceptable idea to me. Huh? <laughs> Still, uh, more consistent accent than Janine. Janine's accent. <laughs> I'd give it up on Janine's stop, stop insulting his accents, look, they add I, I colour. I know Europe quite well. Where the hell are you? German words as well. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe uh, he's in that out from the Alsace-Lorraine stop region. Stop teasing where the GM. Destroy you all with fire. Perhaps I'm as fast as you are. Smelly on fire. Germans <laughs> use a bazooka on your cab. You both die. <laughs> Wait, what Germans? The German guy who kidnapped Roerich. How do we know he's German? Because you know his name from Mr. Moore. I do. Yes. And oh no, Dr. Barnard knows he's German. Sorry. Do I? Yes. I haven't spoken to them. What in the cro- did I miss this? No, I, I think he got Soft a telegram. Scott is a German. And he is the one... Wait, no. That sounds a lot like a bed manufacturer. <laughs> Wait, so the, the His guy description matches... is the guy Mr. McCready saw. And he's the guy who was driving the car that just kidnapped Warwick. I'm glad you put all that together. So he actually is the same guy, not just Looks like a, a weird... Looks like um... a crowd. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, you're on the train to Arkham. No. Back from... Oh, this, back is, from... this is during oh, no, my we're... train journey. Oh, God, we're in the past. I'm so confused. What? I don't it's understand. about four o'clock for us, isn't yeah. it? Okay. I haven't yet read the Bibli stuff. Well, no. What's Mandley doing? Mandley is currently um, doing out tuxedos. Anyway, um, as you were watching the warehouse with your French taxi driver, right? <laughs> I've got I've got my gun out yeah. at this point. Wait, French. they haven't swapped him for another taxi driver when we weren't looking. <laughs> Fucking change blindness. Um. You see a boat approach the warehouse, oh, okay. and a whole bunch of police officers pile out of it, and charging right. And you see, as they go into the building, more police appear from side streets, oh, facing quality. the uh, 
I, I want to keep a lookout for anyone doing a runner. You hear him. Come shots. <laughs> oh, shit. Excuse me. Various uh, echoey people shouting, you know, stop. You're under Please, us. please. Really? Please, please. I thought you were Nine. 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 <laughs> there is the Mooleimer. <laughs> a few more gunshots. Um, the rubbish bin. A police car pulls up next to your taxi and Detective Hanson steps up. <laughs> I wave sheepishly. <laughs> Hi. Mr. McCready. Hello. Mr. Larson. Hello. Bonjour, monsieur. He just nods to the taxi driver. <laughs> Ignore him. We're not quite sure where he came from. Literally. I'm sure he means uh, bonsoir. You did the right thing in calling me. Well, I wasn't going to go in there. Yeah, we were going to go in there, but 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 then we thought we'd make you do it. <laughs> well, that is what my police officers are paid for. Yeah, that's why we thought we'd make you do it. <laughs> well done, Mr. McCready. It was his idea. <laughs> well, okay. well done, Mr. Larson. I was half worried when you said that uh, Mr. Burke had been kidnapped, that you were going to tell me you'd broken in and I didn't... Oh. Does that happen a lot? You'd be surprised at how often people decide to take the law into their own hands and get it wrong. Did, did oh, please. You, did, I, did I you come get him? Is he okay? Russia. No, I, I don't know yet. I'm obviously the homicide detective. I'm letting the policeman go in first. Ah, <laughs> uh, delegation. <laughs> it's a great thing, isn't it? I have men trained for this sort of thing. I, I put the clues together and work out who did it. And then, send and them then to in, this, in this time era, kill them. <laughs> and then send them to arrest them. Always seems like a sensible idea to me. <laughs> Well, I think they're are done you, in there. Would are you, you interested in a position in an Arct Antarctic exploration? <laughs> you could not pay me. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? We've got some pretty rich backers. Well, you have a tenant right. But no, no. Oh, uh, yes, we have a tenant right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. To, to, to say he's fallen a bit far from the tree is an understatement. Uh, after a bit more small talk with the detective, a couple of police so officers come over and inform you that they've rescued... Uh, Mr. Roy, he's a bit battered, but he's alive and well. Hang on, one of our plans actually worked. However, <laughs> they've um, arrested two uh, people. Uh, he says it's Borland and Gruber, and Hansen nods his head out. Hans Gruber, local thugs. <laughs> um, but um, sadly, the uh, soft cot. Um, Tried to give us a slip. Uh, we took him out. Ooh. Are you sure he's dead? Well, good body. <laughs> well, we shot him a few times. I mean, that usually works. We shot him off the roof. All of the blood fell out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's not moving or anything. <laughs> Picks his arm up. <laughs> he <Well>. seems dead. <laughs> he's made out of jam. Why did they want to kidnap a painter? Uh, not that, no, not yeah. Why did they want to kidnap a painter? <laughs> well, why was Mr. Warwick coming to speak to you? We have we no, have no idea. idea. We didn't, we didn't get I, there. I hand over the telegram that was in my pocket. We didn't get that far. <clears throat> Professor Dyer, so this is linked to your expedition. Yeah, we just well, no, Dyer, Dyer is was on the previous expedition. Oh, well, hmm. but no we, one's seen but no him. One's, no one's seen him. We we assumed that. I don't know. I don't know what we assumed. I just thought it would kill the afternoon, really. <laughs> I've loaded my stuff onto the boat. Fair enough. Well, um, <laughs> let's take Mr. Rowick to the hospital, and I'll let you two come along whilst I talk to him. Thank you, most generous. <clears throat> As you were sensible and called me, I've been trying to take on a bunch of New York gangland thugs with a 
a broken shells. pistol and a switchblade. <laughs> it's not broken. It's a bit off you in fairness. I shoot him. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I let him fix it and then shoot him. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, sorry, I made a roll earlier to see whether your gun was any good. <laughs> well, you, it's a cult. You can't really buy American and expect it to work, I suppose. He doesn't say that out loud. <laughs> anyway, you retire. Swedish, you'll probably do. You I just say, say it in Swedish. Bjork, New Florgen, Skolorgen, Nork. Well, you're not American. Is this the Muppets now, Mr. Swedish? Yeah. Oh, hurry up. Oh, bark, bark. I hope no Swedish people ever listen to this. <laughs> Don't worry. No yeah, probably. I'm going to listen to this. Thank you for showing me the futility of human endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> Sound a little more like Stephen Swedish Hawking. Swedish Stephen Hawking. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, is as bad as my friend Stephen accent. Hawking in a chair made by IKEA. Anyway, <laughs> at the hospital, uh, after Rowick has been tended to by the. Uh, <laughs> Doctors. Uh, oh, it hands in. Oh, 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 Mr. Tenon Wright. Throw it. It's alright, we've got away without notes <laughs> before you <laughs> showed up. <laughs> in right the dark oh, days. Yeah. There's, there's pages and pages I know. and pages of actual notes. You, you will realise, John, why no one takes notes. Because you will it never use them yeah. in the end. Yeah, but when, the when the I go. Of human endeavour. And he's got it written down. It's like, someone has got notes. That's why there's a knowledge skill. Anyway, uh, Rowick looks around. He's a bit woozy. He sort of half smiles. Oh, um, underline. Detective. I'm not a no. I'm no detective. I'm a pilot. Mr. McCready. Um. Carl, I hear I have you two <laughs> for saving me. Take on a mystical adventure. <laughs> he doesn't know me. He's a bit out of it with the. I shake, it, it, it's I shake okay. his hand. Yeah, no, we. I, I'm um, glad you're okay. We were waiting for you. It's just fortunate we happened to see what what happened to you. Well, I'm I am glad someone saw me. Where did you say you were from? Russia. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, just, just checking. Just checking. <laughs> Please do continue. So not Joe France Mania lands. <laughs> France Mania. <laughs> France Mania. France Mania. <laughs> Russia. <laughs> anyway, as I was German saying, um, Germanants. I released, recently received a package from Professor Dyer, a good friend of mine. Yes, no one's seen him in years. No, I've not seen him in some time, but. Months. He delivered oh, some sorry. items to me that I was to give to uh, the pilot who was going back to the Antarctic, Mr. McCready. And as I, I was coming to Manhattan anyway, uh, I figured I'd, um, I'd be happy to deliver it. So I sent him a telegram asking you to meet me and then... On the way, I was grabbed by that uh, German gentleman. He did, did he say anything? He was questioning me, asking me where the professor was. Huh. German. I look, I look across at you. 
he, he just kept asking me again oh, and just again raise an eyebrow. What, what I knew about the professor. <coughs> um, there was a manuscript. A was manuscript. that in the parcel? Yes. It was to be given to me. Where is it now? I do not know. Detective? The detective shakes his head. There was no manuscript found in the Was it on you when you Yes, yes, I was coming to give it to you. Oh. Well, have, oh, the look grouts have it now. Did you check Softbox's body? They didn't have anything on him. No, I don't check the paper or anything. Was there a boat that went? Yeah. Yeah. You saw it? Yeah, there was a boat that went. Oh, yeah, I didn't see it, so I told the detective about it. Yeah, there was a boat that went. So there goes the manuscript, whatever it was. And um, any idea what it was about? What language? I, it was a primitive rap. <laughs> it was from Dyer. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. It, it was from Dyer. Um, I, I did not, I did Mr. not open Butler. it. Huh. Mm. Okay. Well, it was his account of the expedition. That's weird. I, I why, why would he address it to me? I never, I never met Dyer. But you've been to the Antarctic before. I, if if it, yeah, well, if yeah, it, yeah. If it was his journal, it might have directions in it for which it would be needed. You, you would be needed. Oh, as oh. you're on, yeah, you're not a pilot. There is something else. I'm yeah. the navigator. Weird. Maybe it was something else. I don't know. Well, your name was on it, uh, but um, I heard that you were also going. Your name is not unknown to Antarctic people with an interest in the Arctic Circle. I assumed I would just give it to both of you. Oh well, well makes real sense. thanks. Um, there was another thing. My coat. Uh, the detective says yes, yes. We did recover your coat. Steps out the room for a moment. Moves it back in. Um, he pats down the pocket and he pulls out a small set of silver pamphlets and a tiny little songbook. Might need to think. Uh, I I take them gingerly from him with a look of complete bafflement. He looks just as confused. Um, the professor told me to give these to you as well. He sure. said you you should learn to play in his letter. His letter was in the manuscript. I assume the package had more. Ash, I have news from him. A cult. Can I roll to see if I know anything about these? No. Because then, <laughs> if they're what I think they are, they do exist in occult lore. Yes, you may roll your cult. I I give them a random blow. No. No. Never mind. Yep. No notes. And the little. The walls crack. And it, it has some interesting songs in it. Would you like the titles of the songs? Um, I'd like a pencil first. <laughs> Uh, it's a very gaily coloured little. <laughs> it's a very gaily. Why did you say it like that? <laughs> Read on. The songs are in the songbook. Uh, binders. Right. Cast outing. Jesus. Cast outing. Yeah. Don't fear the reaper. <laughs> <laughs> Charming of the wildlife. Uh-huh. A gating we shall go. No, no, no we won't <laughs> ever. <laughs> Never. The pipe song. That sounds fun. It's not. Play that one. And, and ice, ice baby. <laughs> Never ever seen and that one. And the songs of the sirens. Can I see that? How is siren spelt? S-I-R-E-N. Just checking. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. They are, um, there's nothing you're not allowed to know on there. Mm-hmm. Beyond page numbers, which you're not allowed to look at. 
Seasons don't fit. <laughs> and they're made from wood with like silver chasing at the top and the bottom of the pipes. Well, thank you. They're very nice. I I just tuck it into my pocket and tuck the tiny songbook in along with it. Is it just this big? No, no. It's, it's, have you seen the songbook that came with Peter's Ocarina? Um, unsurprisingly, no. <laughs> it's about that size. Isn't it? it's about, okay, that it's helps. About, <laughs> it's about the size of your dice bag. It's about that big. Oh, right, right. About thanks. quite many, okay. but you, you could at least do it. Fine. It's did about the size of a thing you've never seen before. <laughs> did, did, has Rurik met Dyer? So it's the size of a Yeah, yeah he's friends with Dyer, but he's not seen him in a while. And he received this package sort of just out of the blue. Yeah, yeah just out of the blue. But he still him. doesn't know Do where you, Dyer is. Have you any idea? Yeah, I was about to ask. Have you any idea where Dyer is? Last I heard, he was taking a sabbatical in the Pacific Islands. Hawaii, I think. Oh, well, he's fucked. <laughs> no. Sorry. Yes, he, he was spending some time in Hawaii. I will stab you with a fork. I'll be good. Forget that sadly all he he knows and all he can tell you. Well, thank you very much. We're sorry you had to go through such a horrific ordeal. Maybe I'm just glad the police got the person who kidnapped me. Yeah, we are too. I look at Detective Hanson. Yes, well, he's definitely dead. He's downstairs in the morgue. Um, That's why they call you a homicide cop, right? Eating all <laughs> of the police. <laughs> Indeed. Anyway, um, I will uh, leave you to rest, Mr. Rowick. I just need to get statements on these two for the paperwork and the official record. I killed him. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, okay, sorry. He no, didn't. no, we, we met him. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Oh, great. <laughs> Patient in 3B. Good thing I'm a homicide detective and can arrest you both for murder. I think any detective can arrest someone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, but I'm allowed to now shoot you both. Now you just stay there. I need to fetch the homicide detective. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we will. I'm only the detective. Sorry, okay. We'll, we'll be good. We'll be good. What's, okay. what spells were the men leaking? He hasn't read them yet. Well, he hasn't read them yet. Read them. No, you don't want to be fucking around with spells. Bad. Oh, I see. I see. There was no choice in the matter where you've written loses dire text. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have had to have been freaking amazing. After we finish giving a statement, I'll look at um, RJ and say, "Should we go back to that warehouse? They might have missed something." Um. Then again, oh, your idea. It's probably going to be crawling with. Uh, don't mind your idea. Find, find, out, find out where the. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll my idea. We'll find out where roll the. Well, in case um, he, he might have said, I, I don't, I don't make my idea. It's probably going to be crawling with cops. <laughs> what was my idea? It's probably going to be crawling with cops. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking maybe we could have a look and see where. See, sometimes that boat we can was. have ideas. Uh, <laughs> I was going to make you roll in case you didn't think of that. It's very infrequent though. Yeah, going to see where that that motor launch went. How would you see where it went? It's fine. Maps. It's probably going to be crawling with. It could have gone anywhere. Spiders. You think there's maps in the warehouse? No, 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 no. We plan to go to our secret base, latitude, longitude, blah. Don't lose that cover. What's it even for? It's for the memory card. Um, What are you two doing? Look, they've drawn this map. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's Fura. (laughs) 
No, yeah, just going to rub not. this swastika <laughs> off. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Yeah, I think he is actually. 1933. He's not called the Führer. He is. Oh no, he's not. He's Chancellor. But they refer to him as Führer. No, he's sure they do. Fancy become Führer. Anyway, leaving Hitler out of this. No, no, we can't. We can't have a week where we don't mention Hit
Yeah. Are there penguins in Antarctica? Yes! That's where they live! <laughs> That sounded like a penguin reply. I was channeling the penguins. Get the fucking penguins out of us. Um, let's see, shiny beads. Take some shiny beads anyway. Yes, there oh, are okay. penguins in our shiny beads. Um, okay. Let me see what else. It's Anything else one. to suggest? Bears. Dress warmly. Yeah, there are no penguins in bears. Send us reports by the wireless no things. Oh yes, penguins. shall do. There are no bears oh, in gun. penguins. <laughs> you are quite oh, Oh, that's obviously a little bit. I don't thought that was a little bit of a show, obviously. No! The bigger the gun, the better, boy! I don't want you using anything but the blunderbuss. It's always good to have the biggest gun you can possibly get your hands on. Oh, yeah, so it's coming, obviously. Are you drunk? Are you compensating? I've gone all Sean Connery. Yes, that's what Sean Connery sounds like. It's the closest he can get. It's the closest I can do. Leave me alone. I'm going to hit you with this book now. I'm sorry. Shoot first, questions later. Oh, yes. Unless it's a beautiful woman. Well, obviously. In which case, shoot first. And don't ask any questions because he's a woman and won't know. I didn't say that. <laughs> well, you did now. <laughs> it is a total sausage fest in here. Why did you, how did you guess? Um, yeah, that's pretty much the extent of his advice he has to give you. Big gun, shiny beads, more booze. Oh, Sounds like remember, you're British. You're always right. So don't take any stick from those Americans, especially well, uh, the academics. As you said, we're British. I don't and remember, you're dice. paying for the thing. Oh, and hot air balloon. Do some science in it. Don't just do science, some paint. Science. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm sure you're one of the scientists. Yes, I'm sure you're one of them. Yes. Congratulations! Oh, yeah. You get to go in the air. Geology. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Oh man, it's geology. Skyrocks. Yeah, great. There are mountains that are cooler than the. Himalayas, you're off to visit. Yeah, but then again, also, ten and right. It makes yeah. perfect sense for you to invite a geologist out. <laughs> so Come have a look at the land! Join us next time for the exciting continuation of cold, cold Tops. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, see everyone in two weeks, maybe. Do you, do you think a geologist in a hot <laughs> air balloon would appreciate the irony of being hit by an asteroid? <laughs> <laughs>